Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, and welcome to a special end of year episode 13 of Out My Optics, a podcast where two adult men discuss, overanalyze, and generally take a kids and media franchise a little bit too seriously. That toy and media franchise in question usually being the Transformers. I am your coastal dwelling, aging hipster of a host, Orion Gear. And with me, in actual real life, <laughs> is my streetwise young co-host down from the big smoke for a day at the seaside, Virtual Dave. Dave, it's great to see you in the flesh. It uh, is how's indeed. it going? Thanks for coming down. <laughs> it's great to see you, yeah. Long time. Good stuff. So, um, it's December 2021 as we're recording this. This will be going out early 2022. And with that just around the corner, we thought it would be a good idea to look back at 2021... What were the highlights? What were the surprises? What were the disappointments? But more importantly, what were our top 10 figures, action figures, of 2021? Mm-hmm. That's right. We're sitting here surrounded by some of our favourite action figures of 2021. And we both composed our top top 10 list, a top of the bots. <laughs> yes, I know some of them are not robots, but you don't make the rules, I do. Uh, speaking of rules, they are very simple. I set these rules. Dave found them quite difficult because he buys way too much stuff. But the rules are, the figure must have been released in 2021. We should have owned it or had extensive experience of it. It can't be a reissue or a KO unless it's substantially different to the original. And within reason, no repeat moulds. So, you know, we don't want to end up with... Uh, a top 10 list of seekers, for example. <laughs> so, what we also did, which should be a bit, a bit of fun when we finished our list, is we wrote some predictions on what uh, each other might have in their list. I'm pretty sure my predictions are not going to be correct, because, as I mentioned, Dave buys so much stuff. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've literally only bought, like, less than 30 figures this year. How many have you bought? It's closer to 300. <laughs> it's quite alarming. <laughs> exactly. So you've got a much smaller crop to choose from. The amount of times I look on Instagram and you've just whacked up another wave of Marvel Legends or something that you've picked up. So anyway, we'll look at our predictions afterwards. Um, we're going to whiz through 10 to 4 pretty quickly mm-hmm. and then concentrate a bit more on our top three. But before all that, What's your collecting like been like this year? Has it changed at all? Are you collecting something different? What are you collecting? Um, well, we've mentioned it before in previous episodes. I've been collecting a lot more this year, and me too. But it's the it's the variety of it. I think it's ever since what's been happening with the world mm-hmm. and the conditions of shipping and delivery, things that I've ordered or pre-ordered has been delayed. Mm-hmm. And in that extra six months of waiting for something, you get a bit trigger happy or you get a bit itchy. Absolutely. And then it's like, well, I wanted this figure. I don't know when I'm going to see this figure now. So this is on offer. This is on sale. Yeah. This, you know? Yeah. And are you collecting anything different to what you were, say, in 2020? Um, I think I've really, it's really gone more into like superhero type stuff recently. It's, I mean, I, I used to get the odd Marvel Legends before. Mm. But this year, like you said, I've bought a wave. It was an experience buying a whole wave of something. It was yeah, like, it's not something I've done in many, many a year. It's a whole a, wave of something. I think I actually handpicked a few and then went back to the the place I got it from. I was like, can I actually cancel that and get all of it? 
Yeah. <laughs> and obviously they were happy with that idea. Well, of well, course. <laughs> what, you want more figures? <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. Get out of my shop. <laughs> and it was just, it's just been a lot of that. It's just my first time getting waves of things outside of Transformers. Mm-hmm. Which has been nice, I suppose, you know. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've definitely bought more, definitely due to the pandemic and also due to doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. You spend more time kind of browsing this stuff and going, oh, this might be nice. This might work. I might want some of that. So I've definitely bought... I mean, if I look... Me and you were talking about figures before we started the podcast. And at the end of 2020, like, you you put together a bunch of lists of your favourite toys mm-hmm. um, that you posted on Instagram. And I was like, well, I suppose I could put together a list, but I don't think I've bought 10 figures. <laughs> yes. And I realised I'd just about managed 10 figures. So I was able to order, organise those 10 figures into, <laughs> into an order. So I bought at least double the amount this mm-hmm. year, which is still only really 20 to 30, mm-hmm. but it's considerably more. And I've been doing a lot more speculative buying, which I guess is what you mean about that kind of trigger happiness. Like I've been kind of going, oh, I'll pre-order that because it might be good. Mm. And and I'm getting that itch. Yeah, I'm, nothing's coming in a while, um, so I'm gonna I'll, just, I'll buy this and see how it goes. Which often results in a kind of bit of an avalanche of things coming in, where you're like mm. nothing for ages, a drought of like a month, and then suddenly yes, <laughs> six boxes turn up, and you're like what? what? And then you're like, like my other half, like honestly, I'm not spending that much money. <laughs> And then I've had a kind of few rethinks and some mini purges over the year. Over the year, like I started a GI Joe classified collection and I ended it. Mm-hmm. And there've been a few times where I've kind of gone right, stop that. It's getting out of control. I'm going to reduce, stop buying these ones and, stick, and concentrate on this area. I've done that a few times, but I've kind of settled down on a couple of collecting themes that I'm quite happy with now. Although I can definitely see myself slightly stepping outside them every now and again, which mm-hmm. is there. So I had a look back at our 2020 lists, mm-hmm. uh, like your the one you posted on Instagram mm-hmm. and the one I sent you. So I'll just kind of do a little brief overview of those lists so we've got an idea of what we were into last year. Okay. So my list, uh, number 10 was Jojo Classified Destro. Mm-hmm. At number nine was S.H. Figuart's Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. At number eight was Mafex Mars Morales. At number seven was New Age Starscream. At number six was Masterpiece Tigertron. At number five was Classified Snake Eyes. Four, S.H. Figuart's IG-11. Three, Magic Square Soundwave. Two, Mafex Dark Knight Returns Batman. And at number one, Studio Cell Unicron, which Dave knocked off the top of my cabinet last night, <laughs> and thankfully is not super damaged. Anyway. My heart. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and looking at your list, you did so many different lists, yeah, like non-transforming and transforming, but I kind of put them together. But basically, we've got things on there like Figuarts Black Panther, there's Gigawatt, um, there's um, some Earthrise figures, some Siege figures, some Chug figures, um, Marvel, some Marvel Legends figures. And like, I'll, I'll just kind of power through to your top three ones, which was um, Dinos X Iron Giant mm-hmm. from the 1999 movie, Three Zero Optimus Prime. You've got Mafex Robocop from Robocop 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Transform Element. Optimus Prime, the uh, third-party Optimus Prime, Masterpiece Scale. Studio Cell again, Unicron. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Earthrise Scorponok. And then you got Mathex Spider-Verse Mars Morales, which I told you was a mistake to put <laughs> You did. Because you just, you'd only had it like 15 minutes. I literally, within, uh, it was the same day I made the list, I think. I got yeah. him, yeah. yeah. You just put, oh, he's great! <laughs> put him in at number one. And then what What happens this year? His shoulder breaks. His shoulder, well, it's not his, his elbow has come dislodged from his joint. Mm. And it's just not going to be the same ever again. And a, a figure that's likely to appear in the in the list we're about to do came out that, Basically blows him out of the water. It does indeed, yeah. Yeah. Bit of a spoiler there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Masterpiece Leo Convoy. That's fair enough. And uh, Toy Mage Beast Wars Megatron. Now, he wouldn't actually qualify for t- for the list today because oh. he's a KO. Without any further ado, let's get into it. Um, this would be where I would cue the music, the uh, whole lot of love music, <laughs> uh, Top of Pops music. So expect that to appear as a bed under this. <laughs> Well, Dave, what would you say is your number 10 uh, figure of 2021? Number 10 figure? Uh, he's, he has these under the table and he's getting them out to show me. Oh! Studio Series 86 Redgar. Yes. And why is that, Dave? <laughs> um, Redgar's been one of those figures throughout the years, ever since we've been talking about the movie and uh, you know the love for it mm-hmm. he's one of those characters that I don't think has been done justice over the years and I think maybe one of the ones that came closest was animated and that looked nothing like the movie design well yeah but it wasn't supposed to it wasn't supposed to but this mm-hmm. even though it's I would say it's not made of the best materials and the one I have seems to have really wonky tolerances but I yeah he's got very floppy shoulders he does I don't think all do yeah. I think it's just me. But he looks so good. He does look good. He does look very nice. I mean, I'm not so keen on the animated look, but he has all that kind of like kind of those kind of flat kind of um matte colours mm. that works really well actually to be honest. Even stuff like if there's any issues with, with like paint or anything, I think it's excusable because there's a junkie on. They're meant to be like Oh of course. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. If he gets a bit bashed up it won't be a problem. Yeah, it'll be it'll add character. Yeah. Uh... No, it's it's a really nice figure. I've not I've not handled it, so this is the first time I'm looking at it. But no, it's really. It, it, I remember though when it got announced or something. Mm. I think I sent you a picture of it, guys, mm. saying this looks pretty good actually. Mm. Oh, he's got any ankle tilts and everything. Very nice. The most obscene thing about him is the hollowness in the back of his arms. Uh-huh. But apart from that, yeah, but they're at least they're in the back of his arm. Yeah. Often my issue with mainline stuff is that they have hollowness on the insides of their arms. Mm, you and can you, see it. You see it all the time. The back's not so bad, unless then maybe he's doing that, <laughs> raising his arm up in the air. He's generally all right. He's got a bit of hollowness in the thighs as well. But I mean, that's that's kind of standard, isn't it, these days? Mm-hmm. No, he's really cool. Really nice. And he's got loads of articulation. He's really well articulated. And uh, he really... Even well... his little uh, little boob gums <laughs> they are, move. Uh, are, are articulated. <laughs> Great, good choice. Mm-hmm. Anything else you'd like to say about it before I go on to my number 10? Um, I think it's brilliant as well that they made him so if you buy two, he can ride himself. Yes, perfect. We spoke about this in the previous podcast. A little bit of plug, guys. The last podcast we did was about Transformers the movie, and we did mention the fact that like the original uh, Redgar toy couldn't ride around mm-hmm. another Redgar, but this guy can. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, my number 10, I'm going to get up and pull him... Off the shelf, since we're sat in my uh, the room, my collection. 
My number 10 uh-huh. is New Age Ultra Magnus. Now, he's called something like Octavian or something like that, but we all know he's Ultra Magnus. But yeah, this is a figure I got quite recently, and to be honest, I I pre-ordered this, then cancelled the pre-order, <laughs> and then re-pre-ordered it once, twice, because I wasn't 100% convinced I want it, because Ultra Magnus isn't one of my favourite characters ever. I like him. I like the design. But he's not, like, top tier. And mostly, I've been, well, I've been kind of trying to get out of the Legends collect- collecting. I don't want to buy, collect too much Legends. So I've kind of decided to limit it just to the 1986 Transformers the movie. Mm-hmm. So Ultra Magnus felt like he was one that I might want to get. But mostly I was thinking I'd want to get him just so that I can pose the Marvel coloured version of Galvatron, New Age mm-hmm. Galvatron, on top of him. <laughs> now, it turns out I can't do that. It doesn't work. The scale doesn't work. The... The truck mode's way too small. But it's a really nice figure. It's beautiful. (laughs) It is really good. I mean, I'm not really a big fan of the kind of inner white prime business. Mm -hmm. But this really works. Aside from, you know, a few issues like the arms on his shoulders. You can see see (laughs) the arms of 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 the white prime on his shoulders. They're a bit unsightly. And there's little things here and there. Generally, he's a really, really nice figure and he looks really great. They got the the perfect shade of blue for him as well because I think that's something that's always a bit yes with the eighty six version yeah. of Magnus. Yeah, no, um, I'm pleasantly surprised. I didn't think he would. Well, for a start, I didn't know I was going to buy him, and I wasn't so surprised that he made the list, and you know pushed a few other things off the list that mm-hmm. I thought might stay in there. So there you go. That's my uh, that's my number ten. What's your number nine? That's a good question. Where's my number nine? Oh yeah. Marvel Legends Zombie Captain America. Yeah, you see, I would never have guessed that. (laughs) Never in a million years. I mean, I have seen pictures of him, and I do like the fact that he's got see-through bits. Mm -hmm. Like, he's got holes in his legs that you can see through the bone. But why have you chosen it, Dave? Um, Well, like with most things, I have not seen this yet. I haven't even watched What If yet. Oh, is he from from What If? He's from What If. Because, like, there was a comic book called Marvel Zombies. But I, I guess it's a reference to that. Um, from the moment I saw this figure, I was in love with this design because it's so creepy and it's so well articulated mm-hmm. that you can get some real cool zombie poses out of it. And it's something I never knew I needed in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Yeah. It's yeah. so cool. And it's not like Captain America is one of my favorite Marvel characters, but just the idea of him being somewhat of a bad guy and, you know... Eating people is quite fascinating. Yes, (laughs) yes. I never read the comic book, um, but I remember it coming out. I think it was Mark Miller. Um, It was written by Mark Miller. He's the guy... I have to do this, don't I? Mm -hmm. He's the guy who wrote Kick-Ass and Ultimates. and I think think it was a Mark Miller project. I might be wrong. Orion is half right. The alternative Marvel Universe populated by zombies was created by the aforementioned Mark Miller in the pages of Ultimate Fantastic Four. However, when it came to publishing the spin-off comic actually called Marvel Zombies, another big name in comics was on writing duties, that of Robert Kirkman, the guy behind The Walking Dead and Invincible. But it was around about the period where Mark Miller was kind of reinventing Marvel quite a lot. 
But yeah, no, it is very. It, I do like. I do like the sculpt. I do like the fact that you've got the hollowness in the hollowness where you can see through. That is one of his legs is only is is barely held on by a, a bone. He's even like at the back, his ribs are showing, and it's all yeah. painted. It's... Yeah, no, it's really nicely done for a Marvel Legends figure. Like mm. very, very nicely done. No, he does look creepy as hell. So that's, <laughs> it is, I I approve. No, it's very nice. So my number nine, going from an official licensed figure that you can buy for 25 quid to another official licensed figure that you can buy for 170 quid. <laughs> That's right. It's Flame Toys, Ferval, uh, it's Feral, isn't it? Feral Action Optimus Primal. Now, this is another one that I took a punt on. It was like, I'm not usually one to buy strange, kind of overly exaggerated, stylized versions of characters generally Mm -hmm. but i thought he looked really cool and i like their model kits i've got a few flame toys model kits and this is essentially a model one of those model kits only painted for you and with a bit more kind of die cast and a little bit more kind of going on Mm -hmm. and he is very very he's a beautiful figure really nice lovely paint really well articulated my only my only criticism is how expensive he is really yeah, mostly. I mean, and also maybe the stylized kind of nature of his design. It's an interesting choice for you because I wouldn't think you would have liked this such a departure. It's quite, it's very stylized. Yes. Yeah. No, but I mean, it was one of those things that I kind of went, well, I like, I like the, I, lo- I love Primal as a character. Hmm. And I think this looks cool. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a go. I don't know if I'd buy another one. I wouldn't buy the upcoming Lyo Convoy because I'm not a fan of Lyo Convoy. And I think he looks a bit kind of. It's, it's a bit more kind of a, what's the word? Feudal. Yeah, he's got the cape. Cape and sword and all that kind of stuff. It's, whereas this guy's a little bit more kind of, like, almost kind of um, uh, Gundam-y in a way. You remind me of the Perfect Effects Optimal Optimus. Mm. Like, you could see that an evolution. Yes, he, this looks like the Series 1 version of that mm. guy, yeah. in a way. So, yeah, I do like him. I think he's really nice. He's a beautiful figure. He's just not worth 170 quid. Um, and he doesn't fit in with the rest of my collection, which is why <laughs> I'm thinking about selling him. But I was surprised how much I liked him um, when I got him out of the box, to be honest. Do you not fear that if you sell him immediately, Flame Toys will um, announce a Magatron that will look perfect with him? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe if they bought out a model kit, I'd buy the model kit and put it together and do my own painting on it. Because mm. the model kits cost like. 40 to, 40 to 50 quid mm-hmm. and this costs three times three times that and you know I could, I could probably live with a model kit okay so number what's your number eight my number eight myself. this table's going to get quite busy with figures soon oh yes <laughs> we are still in the world of Hasbro oh I had a funny feeling <laughs> uh, one of these guys would turn up at least one the Plasma series Ghostbusters. Any wave, it doesn't matter. They all got the same body, and it doesn't really matter which one. Or you've got a particular connection to Vakeman. I do like Vakeman, but yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a guy in a boiler suit. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's only because I had the figures before this, the um, Mattel ones, and some of the Diamond Select, and they were not good. Mm. For many reasons, but mostly it was articulation. 
And these new figures by Hasbro have obviously taken the Marvel Legends yeah. points of articulation, and then they've... I think the likenesses are pretty spot on for most of them, or better than they've been before. I'm making those kind of <laughs> uh, jingly-jangly hands of kind of, mm, sort of. They've got the, the issue of, like, you have to look at it at the right angle. Yeah. Maybe not face on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, they're kind of okay. They're close enough, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, across a room, fine. Close up movie is like going, oh, hang on. <laughs> but no, no, they're fine. And yeah, they do they do they do what you want them to do. Yeah. Why have they got all that oh, he's got a trigger finger? I suppose. This is an issue I <laughs> I I will I was gonna bring up later with another line, but it doesn't bother me as much on there because they're either just holding their equipment and yeah. it's fine. But I do like that the the proton pack can come off and is interchangeable. Oh yeah. That they come with all pretty cool uh, accessories. The main issue for these ones was that they didn't all come with a proton stream. Oh, yes, I remember you moaning about this. And only, only Winston <laughs> came with one initially, and I was like, well, why would you do that? That is a strange decision, actually. I do agree with you. Well, I guess it's because they knew they were going to re-release it again. With proton streams. With proton streams. <laughs> you bastards! Because <laughs> they did some sort of special one where they all glow in the dark uh-huh. uh, with proton streams, and then they've done, obviously, from figures for afterlife where they all come with proton streams as well so yeah well, hasbro do this though like they do this with a lot of things like i was saying the other day like they've just recently announced those um buzzworthy cup oh, yeah. and it's like but this is more movie accurate yeah. than the studio series <laughs> one shouldn't the studio series one be the accurate <laughs> one it's a bit strange and it's like why are you doing this to people they're gonna get really pissed off with you eventually i mean it bothered me initially but then after I sat with it for a bit, I realised I do collect a lot of Hasbro stuff, mm-hmm. and a lot of their stuff comes with effect pieces. So I realised I could fudge it to make um, other Proton Streams look-alikes. That solves the problem for me. You know, other people, I can see why <laughs> it would be annoying. It is annoying when you get a figure that, in your opinion, doesn't come with the accessories you expect them to come with. Yeah, you want them to come with. Like, I mean, we talked about we talked about this before. I know it doesn't bother you massively, but the Studio Series Grimlock not coming with a sword. Some people yeah. weren't too happy about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't really use the sword in the movie, <laughs> but he comes with a wheelie. Now, who wanted that? <laughs> no one. The wheelie I can kind of get because of that one scene. Oh, I but, know why. But it's the slug or slag with Daniel on top of him. That makes no sense. Yeah, and, and no sword. And, and no sword again there. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, sometimes it's like, well, this character is known for carrying this thing. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's not important. I mean, probably should mention it now. The, the worst culprit of that this year mm-hmm. has been Star Saber, having all of his accessories as tears. <sighs> yeah. Well, this, this is a whole other discussion, <laughs> talking about how uh, Haslabs is not necessarily the greatest. That didn't stop me buying it, though. I am getting that. So people know, yeah, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he moaned about it loads. And I said all along, but you're going to pledge, aren't you? <laughs> right, so uh, my number eight. My number eight. I have to get up, walk across the room. Mm-hmm. My number eight is Trans Arts Beast Wars Ravage. Again, not one I was initially thinking I would buy, because I'd kind of decided I was just getting the season one official. Beast Wars masterpieces. 
But as this got closer and closer to coming out, and there was not much coming out at the time, mm. I thought, oh, well, it's not that expensive. It's 40 quid. I mean, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> so why not Why not give it a go? And I'm, I'm pleased I did, because it's a really nice representation of the character from the second season of Beast Wars. Mm-hmm. It, it looks apart. It's got really nice paint, really nice articulation. The number of accessories are quite small, but it's exactly the right set of accessories that you need. And it's got an alt mode that no one cares about. But, but he does come with this little tape of him, version of himself. He does, yeah, which is a really a, nice touch. Nice. And I know that there were people moaning that he didn't turn into it. It's like, <laughs> how is he going to do that? <laughs> Not even possible. It's just nice to have it. And then uh, it was this year, yeah, the special Hasbro Con exclusive version they did of this. Yes, he came with a G1 Ravage. He came with a G1 Ravage to, to do that tape thing, because he couldn't do that, obviously. Yeah, well, there's no, there's no chance of these. You can't make... <laughs> A guy who was initially based on a Cheetor figure mm-hmm. turn into a tape. <laughs> so no, he's really nice and he goes really well with my um, JX Megatron. Another another one that wasn't initially on my... Well, it was on my radar, but I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to branch out into season two and season three because some of those designs are a little bit wonky and I'm not the biggest fan of them. I think um, this was also a... like very close to being on my list as well. Mm-hmm. He is, uh, it's like you're saying, so it's not something you really think you would need in your collection, but it's when you got him, it's like, well, how I was so wrong. Like this, and I'm glad now they're doing a Transmetal Megatron as well, because yeah. obviously it's pictured them two together. It's a great, it's a great little figure. Yeah, and it did sell me, well, it was partly him and partly you sold me on <laughs> Buying the Primal and the Cheetor, mm-hmm. who I really like, but they came out last year, so they're not allowed to be in this list. Although I don't know if they would be, because I think I like Ravage a little bit more. Yeah, my only real criticism of his of him is well, not it's not just him. They're both. I feel like they're a little bit chunky, that little bit kind of like it's got really big wide thighs, and they feel it just feels a little bit a little bit inaccurate. But no, no, he's a beautiful figure, and mine's a little bit dusty. And he's got magnets in his thighs as well, isn't it? Yeah. Those are a bit funny because you have to get the right gun on the right side the right way around. (laughs) It's an interesting way of doing it. Mm. At least it means you don't have to have clips or um, hooks or something Mm. to put them on. So, yeah, it's a cool figure. So, your number seven, Seven. I believe. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Dave is rummaging around in his little... Bag of uh, treats. Goodies. This should be a surprise to no one. New Age Galvatron <laughs> slash Darius. I um, wanted to look at this because I've got the regular release. Very nice. So yes, what Dave has just presented to me is yeah, New Age New Age Galvatron. Um, but it's the it's the one that comes dressed as Unicron. <laughs> so it basically looks like a, a tennis ball with uh, with a Galvatron stuck in it. Let me take him out. It's a bit of a crazy accessory. Yeah, ever since they announced it, I was I was all on board. I was just like, the Galvatron looks really good, but I wish he came with the you know that accessory. No <laughs> really? One's, no one's ever done it before. You know, that was was that the first thing you thought? Oh, I wish he came dressed as a dressed as Cybertron. Yeah, or because Unicron or whatever. New Age have recently have been doing a lot of weird accessories that are really like you know like their Constructicons with the trumpets and stuff like this, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's got a slightly different deco to my one, which is uh, interesting to see. I see you haven't gone with putting a uh, Decepticon symbol on him yet. No. 
There's no need. He lives in his planet. Oh, yeah, he lives <laughs> in his planet mode. But yeah, it is a crazy accessory. <laughs> do you like the figure or do you like the accessory? <laughs> oh, no, I love the figure. Like, again, I have not transformed him. Yeah. Like mm, other things on this list. Um, <laughs> but I don't feel like I need to because like, I've never been a fan of the canon mode and it's always a bit ropey. But oh, I just... It, it, it's got a really nice deco, yeah. Oh, my only criticism of him, though, is his hands is not painted. It's the same as yours, I believe. Same colours? Mm. Oh, we'll have to compare that in a minute. Oh, I see what you mean. Oh, they look they look coloured matched well enough. Oh, it's fine. I mean, it's just... It's noticeable once you notice it. You can't yeah, I it. guess you're right. Yeah, <laughs> the hands are a slightly different shade. He is definitely more metallic than my one. Because when you see the pictures of them... He just looks more blue and less purple. Yeah, yeah. But he looks much more kind of metallic purple in reality. We will get down my one down in a minute. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, so, my number seven, it's uh, two figures, but they come packaged together. Oh, right. <laughs> it is MMC, Chrome Dome, and Rewind. Hmm. Uh, Nemo and something else. <laughs> Motif, I think. This year, I started going to, to the Brighton and Hove Transformers Collectors meetups. And one guy, a guy by the name of Andrew, bought in MMC Tarn, and he basically sold me on going, getting in on the MMC um, reformatted line. And these guys came out really early this year. In fact, I wasn't sure they were going to qualify for the list, but they did kind of ship, ship in January, so they do count. And I picked these up quite cheap. They were on offer at Kapow Toys. There's a, there's a bit of a plug for Kapow. <laughs> and um, oh, I really like them. They're really nice. Really nice sculpts. They look they look exactly like the characters from the comic book. I really like Chrome Dome's alt mode. I think it's quite fun. I mean, Rewinds is just a block. It's just a block. But, the, <laughs> but that's what it should be, really. But they're really nice. And we've got some nice accessories. There's some problems with them. You know, like the... The holding hands hand, mm. the rewind hand is not painted white, so it looks a bit weird. And I do think that I don't understand why rewind has peg holes in his hands when he has nothing to hold. Oh. So it's like, well, why why not give him just relaxed hands or something? Yeah. I suppose, in a way, when he turns into the tape, they kind of form where the spokes of the tape would oh, be. Oh, well, that's probably what it is then, yeah. But, I mean, they're very, very mild criticisms. And the other one is that the wheels on Chrome Dome, they're held on with screws mm-hmm. and you have to spin them round to, f- to face upwards when you're transforming him. And that just causes the screw to loosen. <laughs> so you spin them up and then you end up having to open up the arms and tighten the screw. Screwing. I think that's a design fault. But other than that, they're really nice figures and a nice, a nice set. Because, I mean, you haven't read it. But um, these two are, well, they're boyfriend and boyfriend. <laughs> yes, I know. Um, the power couple. Yeah. It's really interesting because I did, um, when I saw these guys, it was quite, uh, not a shock, because I knew what they looked like, but uh, seeing it in a 3D form, mm-hmm. it really drives home the departure from this design to what I know of Chrome Dome. Yeah, it's a totally different character in IDW. Yeah, it's, I mean, they're not, he's not even a headmaster, right? No. No. Uh, it's but he does he does mess with people's heads. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's a he's a he's a nemo surgeon, so he has the 
Because the two of the hands are coming and have like little spikes on them. Mm. And he puts them into someone's mind and can pull out memories from people's heads. Oh. It's just so weird because when I think of Chrome Dome, I think of Headmaster's Chrome Dome. Yeah. I wouldn't trust him with any type of brain surgery. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. He's, he's a very different character. And so, you know, so, I mean, Rewind is, well, Rewind's nobody really in the TV series. He's no. just a little guy. But Rewind is super important. He's like an archivist. He records everything. And um, they're just really brilliant characters from a really brilliant comic book. And I had started buying the Flame Toys kits and I thought I'd just stick to them. But when I saw that tarn, I was like, oh. <laughs> I need to buy some of these. And I held off for ages and then I saw those were on offer and I was like, okay, I'll give these a go. I really like the Chrome Dome's alt mode though. It reminds me of something from like uh, Tron Legacy or something. Like I can imagine someone doing a custom version of that with like neon paint on it. Yeah, it makes me think of the police car in um, in Blade Runner. Yes, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. And 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 another thing, Chrome Dome in RUW is a cop for a while, oh, there you uh, go. along with Prowl. So it's another weird pairing. I just wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, him and Prowl work together. They're partners. So yeah, no, really nice figures. Um, a few little issues here and there, but like they're kind of they're kind of chug, aren't they? Not really masterpiece. So you can forgive them a few little things here. And I mean, they've definitely upped their game since this. So what's your sixth best figure of 2021? Well. I feel like once we get to this stage, it's it got really hard because mm-hmm. a lot of the figures I would that is going to be in my list, yeah, um, didn't either didn't come out this year or are uh, what would you call it reproductions or reissues of things. Oh, okay. Uh, so I had to make adjustments. <laughs> my number six spot is Marvel Legends Thanos, right? Uh, Infinity Gauntlet version. I love this figure. As you'll see from, I mean, I'll talk about it later, but Marvel Legends has been a big thing I've been buying this year. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly the villains I've been buying. Yeah. Because I think, like in many different lines, the heroes get the spotlight. And sometimes you need a good villain to stand on the shelf along with the heroes. And I think, obviously, with the MCU, Thanos has been everyone's public eye and people know who he is now in a more mainstream type of way. Yes, we do, yeah. I just love the classic design of him. Um, no, he's very nice. He's got these nice big joints and... It's a, yeah, he's a big is he boy. The same, is he the same price as a regular one? He No, he was a deluxe one because he came with different accessories. So he was like 30. Yeah, I was going to say, he can't be the same price as this guy. No. That'd be crazy. <laughs> but no, no, he is very, very nice. I just keep grabbing hold of these and posing them. <laughs> um, he did come out this year, then. He did come out this year. Yeah, but he's, I like how he's, he's in his classic comic book kind mm. of uh, out, um, outfit. They've done other ones of him before, but not in this outfit. Yeah. It's really cool. Oh, oh, knocking wow. everyone over. <laughs> okay, so that was your number, what was that, six? Six. I'm now trying to stand up. Zombie Captain America. I had him kind of creeping forward in a very kind of a creepy way, and now he's, he doesn't want to stand up. Yeah, with the I've with the other thing with Marvel Legends now is uh, they really they are well articulated, mm. but if you don't get them well balanced, they are just going to topple over. You need some yeah, more. I found because I mean I I bought classic classified for a while, uh, JJ classified, and they're kind of you know they're the same kind of mm. 
same kind of engineering, you know, Hasbro again. Uh, yeah, they. I find that they like on their rockers, on their like the the yeah the ankles and the rockers because they're they're kind of ratcheted, they're soft ratcheted, yeah, little indents, yeah. But there's not enough of them. Yeah. They, you know, it's like click here, click <laughs> here, click here, and it's like I want one in between those two. Yeah. And it won't stand up quite right. But no, I mean for the for the price, you know, you kind of you can make some get stands yeah. and just yeah. It's fine. All right. So as I said, we'll get on to my copy of of Darius, of a New Age Darius. So my number six is a joint one in a way. That's fair enough. I know what you're going to do. So, well, it's, it's kind of between three. I went, in, I went on this in on this mould big style. So I have the regular Darius, the one that's kind of more, less, less metallic, uh, purple. And then I have the comic book slash toy style grey one. And then in addition to that, I have the the remold that is designed to represent Lord Straxus from the comics, who is a badass. <laughs> I think these figures are fantastic. Okay, the alt mode is not particularly... You're not going to blow your mind, because it's just a cannon. It's a guy curled up into a shape of a cannon. <laughs> But the articulation on them is great. The sculpt's great. They just look the part. And b- making a Lord Straxus out of this mould, it was a stroke of genius, I think. Um, oh, yeah. It's, it's all of them are mm. a little marvel of engineering and design. And even just having the four different ones here, the decos, mm-hmm. are all really good in their own right. Like, yeah. And you can compare these two now, like... You are right. He has got the yours. Your metallic one has got. I think he's got the same hands. I don't. No, actually, I don't think he has. It's just the fact that they're not metallic, mm. because they are a different colour. Mine's definitely a little bit more purple than yours. But yeah, it's a subtle difference. But it's clearly yours is more metallic and a little bit more blue. It's just a strange choice because they. It's not like a, you know your regular action figure. They the hands don't articulate, so they could have painted them. Mm. But I just lo- I just love the fact that they did a comic book or toy version of Galvatron as well, and then made the Straxus as well. I mean, I love the purple one; he goes perfect with my studio cell. He does. But I've got to say, I love the fact that they did the other ones. I haven't actually tried to change the faceplate yet. I'm sure. Oh, be- oh, right. So here is where I have criticisms for this figure. <laughs> Once you remove the faceplate, it will never go back on oh, as securely as you'd like. Mm-hmm. They fall off very easily. And this guy, Shraxus, has a faceplate, even though he has no other faceplates to put on. (laughs) So that popped off. When I took him to the pub, it popped off. Luckily, it was in the bag that I'd taken Mm. it in with, so it hadn't gone anywhere. But I took it out to show everyone, and the guy was like, I don't want to distress you, but he hasn't got a face. (laughs) But yeah, uh, so the faceplates, they they pop off. And once you transform them, you have um, this issue. Yeah. Loose, loose elbows, mm. which probably is why I suggest if you don't want to transform yours, <laughs> don't transform yours. That's fine. But yeah, they're great figures. Really, really nice. It's difficult to make a decision between the three of them. <laughs> right, we're halfway through. Number five. What's your number five? Oh, yeah. Now, this is another one that is border... Because I think it was uh, delays on its arrival. I'm pretty sure it came out in January. Evolution Toys 
Matalda. I almost put this on my predictions because <laughs> I remember when this came out, you were quite quite besotted with it. Oh, it's such a great figure. Yeah, visually, I've always thought this was a cool design. This is uh, the leader of the VR troopers mm-hmm. in the Western world. Yes, but in Japan, it was called Metalda, and he was just on his own. There was no team. All right. Um, it wasn't Bioman or Bioman. Was that no, something else? No, 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 something else. It, it's, I mean, in working, it's pretty much the same. Yeah. Uh, you know, guy gets these powers and transforms to fight space <laughs> monsters. Yeah. <laughs> um, the standard. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I've always liked this uh, design. And I, when I was younger, I did have a toy of this. Mm-hmm. But I had uh, a different alternate version where he, instead of silver, he has gold. Which I equally liked and disliked at the same time, um, but having this in person is quite good. Who's who, sorry? Who, what, who made him? What's the company it's called? Evolution Toys, I believe. All right, and is it official or is it? A, it's an official company. Yeah, but they are. It's very similar to SH Figure Arts, is what I can tell. But it's well, it's, it's in, taller. It's not the same scale. Oh no 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 no! I just mean in like uh, the type of figures they do. Oh okay. Um, but they are notorious for breakages. Oh, okay, I'll be careful then. <laughs> I'm sat here while he's talking about it, fiddling with all his joints. And you can feel it. It feels... It does feel a little bit flimsy. Fragile. Yes, yeah. Um, which is it's a bit of a bit of a contender of why he's so high on the list. It's mostly nostalgia. and he's just. You love the character and you're pleased that you've got a figure of him. Yeah. yeah, and it's just... You know how like, some of these figures might have paint accents or something he's completely painted yes yeah there's loads of detail on on him all over the place actually which i think is essential for the character because he was very he's got a very detailed kind of look hasn't he Mm. and does he come with any accessories or is it just oh yeah he comes with different hands he comes with a um an arm of his own arm like i think at one point his arm gets blown off oh okay and then he uses it as a weapon all right (laughs) yeah that is great that's very nice but yeah, I know what you mean. It just feel feels very cheap. Yeah, it... <laughs> um, not in a kind of horrible way. I mean, like you say, he's painted and he's like nicely articulated, but he just feels kind of light and flimsy and like feels something ho- hollow. Feels yeah, like mm. something could break. Mm. But no, he's he's very very pretty. He's one of those ones you pose, stick it on a shelf, and then don't go near it. Don't touch it. Yeah. <laughs> and I and even though he's a little taller than a six inch figure, mm. I do like bluffing him into my like Power Rangers display. Well, I suppose he's meant to go on his own, isn't he, really? So he's, not, yeah. he's not really... He's not got a gang to stand with, really. So. I think SHF have made the rest of them, but I don't, don't care about the others, you know. No, it's cool. I mean, it's like, I do remember VR Troopers being on telly, mm-hmm. but it wasn't my cup of tea. Again, a bit like, you know, you love Power Rangers, and they, Power Rangers was just past my time of, <laughs> like, watching kids' television... And I remember just thinking, this is ridiculous. <laughs> it's saved by the bell with monsters. But, you know... Surprisingly, it's, it's worked as a formula for if so I, If I were younger, maybe I would have been more into it. Um, right, so that's your number five. And my number five... Oh, yeah, got to go get him off the shelf. It's a him. Oh, that's, that's the other thing. Do you know what the VR Troopers transformation thing was called what they said to each other uh, maximize <laughs> <laughs> terrorize trooper transform trooper transform <laughs> okay <laughs> fine well that's the thing 
on Transformers packaging, they don't write Transformers, they write Convert, don't they? Because yeah, no, yeah, they're yeah. protecting the... Um, Optimus Prime Convert. Uh, right. So... Oh, yeah. My number five is Flame Toys for our model, Rodimus. So cool. <laughs> it was really fun to put together and surprisingly, like, I didn't, it didn't actually require that much painting, but the effect from just doing the painting I did was great. So great, it was my most popular tweet of the year. So, <laughs> and well deserved, I must say. <laughs> but yeah, it's just a really nicely articulated model kit, um, perf- bang on um, sculpt for uh, IDW Rodimus. Looks perfect. Looks exactly like the guy from from More Than Meets the Eye. Um, paint his guns as well. Yeah, I just painted details on his guns. Yeah, yeah. But like off the whole thing, I mean, it's just a bit of panel lining. Painted the silver, painted some bits on the guns, painted some of the ribs, and he looks fantastic. And you know, and I, 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 when I posted him up on Twitter, I didn't expect it to get I mean, shared by Flame Toys themselves yeah. and stuff, which is great. But he, he just really, really nicely um, articulated. The one thing about the the model kits that I like about Flame Toys is that when they're doing like the the really expensive ones, mm. they kind of add their their house style. Oh yeah, you can tell they. Yeah, it's like oh, everyone's a bit kind of buff and they're all thrusting their crotches <laughs> forwards and all that kind of stuff. Um, but when they go for the model kits, mostly, especially the IDW model kits, they seem to just be very faithful to the source material, mm. and that's what I really like about him. He's like he, he just looks like he stepped off stepped off the page, as it were. And it's it's um because I've you know I've made note of it before. I really like the, the look of this model kit. Because it's kind of um, brought that representation from the comics to life. Because I obviously I've not read a lot of IDW, a handful of figures. Yeah. At this point, Ryan causes a domino effect with figures ten through five. Ignore him; he's a clumsy idiot. And it was such a departure in terms of all the how thin everyone was and how spiky people are. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm used to the boxy versions of these characters and they're all, I've hit the gym. They all look a lot um, lean. Well, I mean, other, not Ultra Magnus. Well, he's, no. He's no, built he's, like... He's, Ultra Magnus is still buff. He's a brick. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. They are, a, they are a departure, but it's just so well written. And... But, but what, I mean, what I'm getting at is that I think it, these type of figures do it justice because, like you say... They don't transform a lot in the comics. Yeah. So the the alt mode is not the focus or doesn't have any um, hindrance to the design. Yeah, there's no need to compromise the design in order to pull off like what MNC are doing, which I think are doing they're doing a really good job of. Mm-hmm. They still have to make some compromises here and there. Back then. And it, it just it just works. Mm-hmm. It looks so good. Yeah. No, I'm happy with it. So we're just going to do our fours and then we'll go. We'll do our threes a bit more slowly. Mm-hmm. What's your number four? I've been kind of creating like a, a diorama here. Well, not a diorama, a big group shot of everybody, but I keep knocking them over, guys, so apologies. Well, since you're showing the hot rod, I will raise you one. Right, yes. Studio Series 86. Hot a, lo- rod. a lot of people have been raving about this guy. And, yeah, he's, he's better than the masterpiece, isn't he? Yes, I think so. I mean,. Aside from obviously, you know, 
the usual compromises you find in a mainline figure. Mm-hmm. He looks brilliant. He does. Once again, I've not transformed him. Ever? Ever. And I'm kind of frightened. You're crazy. I'm kind of frightened too, because there is notorious breakages for his windscreen and arms. Oh, okay. Um, but I will probably do it at one point. But it's not the highlight for me. Like, I have other hot rods that have really good alt modes. Mm-hmm. But this is the best looking hot rod in a main line. Um, I think they've ever done. Well, I spe- well, if you if you're going for a G1 hot rod, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. in the, all the stuff it comes with, it comes with the Matrix, his guns, his ability to swap out for the pizza cutter and <laughs> the welding torch. Yeah, and the various effect parts for the like the effect for the Matrix. Yeah, all all of that, I think, is just. I mean, he even has like hinged hands, like so he can actually hold the Matrix, like <laughs> which you know many other figures don't have. <laughs> you know, like. Well, for example, with my Ultra Magnus, my um, New Age Ultra Magnus, he can't hold the Matrix. He has. He can't hold it. No, I mean he could. Well, he can kind of put it on that open, splayed open hand, like he's holding it like like that. But like, he can't actually hold it. Hold it. And this is probably one of my favourite features from the figure is the whole visor as well that you can just pop out. And it's yeah, like... which is something they've incorporated in the masterpieces. But that looks that looks like it works better. <laughs> It's just a nice shade of blue as well. Like it's just a lot of love has got into this figure. No, he is really nice. I've seen him. I've seen him on the shelf in like places like Bitten Planet, and he does look really great. I mean, if I were collecting, I'm hope I'm hoping that New Age do one. Oh yeah, I me um, too. Because I'm going Legends for the '86 guys, but no, he's really really nice. I mean, I think I think the the Studio Series '86 line is largely pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. There's a few stinkers, but generally, oh, yeah. it's very, very nice. And he is very, very nice. The only thing I will say about him is he looks smaller than I thought he would be. But uh, that's right, isn't it? He's meant to be a small guy. But he costs 30 quid. He does cost... See, this is my this is my one criticism with the studio line in general, is it's pricing. Mm. Like, with all the stuff that he comes with, they've tried to justify that to add an extra £10 to what he should be. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> I don't see that because he's the same price as um, Redgar. Redgar. And Redgar's about a couple of inches taller. Yeah. And it's not that, if anything, I think he's better than Redgar. So he kind of makes Redgar look worse. Well, he's more painted and more, and he's got more detail in But Redgar looks very flat. Mm. And he has more of a glossy look mm. to. He looks more premium. He does. But. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, when you brought him out, I thought, you're really that small. <laughs> well, this is this is my issue. It's not so much that I don't... I almost don't mind paying for this, because this looks great. But that means everything needs to be like this. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't mind paying that money for him. Mm-hmm. But or, then you want everything else voy- to... All my voyages have got to look like that. Yeah, I mean, they've pushed, pushed the boat out with him. But they've done this a few times, haven't they? Where they brought out quite small figures for... Because basically, he isn't a Voyager, he's a Deluxe. Yes. He's a Deluxe at a Voyager price point. So either you start making all your Deluxes like that, mm-hmm. and pricing them like Voyagers, mm-hmm. and then what do you do with the Voyagers? What, bump them up to the next level? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and what are we going to, where are we going to end up? Like, basics just won't exist anymore. Well, do they even exist anymore? Uh, it's, uh, it's uh, what do they call them now? The core cars. That's basic. Yeah, that's what I like. They're tiny. Yeah. yeah. 
I've got a regular, I've got a real rat trap from the original run of Beast Wars. That's a basic. Yeah, I know. It, and it's... And, and you see the, the core class, they're, they're legends. They're legends class. They, what, what are the price of them now? They're like 12, 12 to 13 pounds? Yeah. They're legend size. They're not, um, not basic size. That's deluxe. That's basic. And what you're talking about, that's, that's legends. <laughs> and they're taking the mick. But yeah, no, he is a beautiful figure. Like I said, if they took that design and just... Spent a bit more money painting it, maybe slightly changed some of the engineering, making it a little bit nicer. He'd be a perfect masterpiece, Hot Rod. Oh, yeah. I think the the, um, the biggest flaw with him is the, the Hasbro-type mainline thing is the gang molding of the yellow knees and the yellow bit on his I was about to say, back of car. There's a lot of bits of yellow kind of yeah, poking through that you'd rather not see. No, right? And then I... I mean, I, I know why it's there, yeah. but it's... Yeah, cutting corners. Yeah. <laughs> well, not cutting corners. Saving. Money. It's, it's a money-saving exercise, which is understandable. But yeah, I mean, no, he looks he looks great. Good choice. Absolutely. So, just like number six, this one, I couldn't split these two. I had to put them together. Now, I do have a preferred one, but I do think they're both as good as each other. Mm. And they are... Masterpiece MP52 Starscream and Deformation Space Crimson Wing. Now, I have sold my Masterpiece Starscream, but it was agony (laughs) deciding which one was better. And I honestly don't know if I've made the right choice. But Crimson Wings is a bit cheaper he has he has an ab crunch. Well, sorry, they both have crunch. He has a sorry, he has a waist swivel, which mm-hmm. it didn't bother me that much that Master Squeeze Starscream didn't have a waist swivel. But they're both beautiful figures. They're both really got really some really nice engineering. I would say that the Masterpiece one is better engineered and has some nicer slightly nicer deco, but the end product of the transformation of Deformation Space is better. It's more got it's not let, got less of a backpack, it's flusher. Especially if you buy the add-on kit. Well, I don't need the add-on kit. I mean, I thought about... I have pre-ordered the add-on kit just to see what it looks like, but I don't know if I need it. The only thing I think the add-on kit would add would, would like to fill in these gaps behind the um, behind the intakes. Mm. Otherwise, I don't really need it. But yeah, I loved both figures loads, and I think that they both have things that are better than the other. But in the end, I ended up, ended up deciding on formation space. You just need to get a bit more bang for your buck. Orion is not joking. He has been agonising about this for a good chunk of the year. Like from the canopies of the, between each of them, the intakes. Yeah, there's, there's lots of things to consider. <laughs> I mean, I've, we've gone over this before, but I think that if you're going to have glass in a Transformer, it should be, t- it should be transparent. <laughs> so I prefer a transparent. Even if you can see things behind it, I don't care. I don't like painted windows. I don't like blue windows because cars don't have blue windows. So it's important to me. But, but that's that wasn't the main deal. It was more just get. I got them both in. I got. I bought them both. Got them together. Compared them. Took me absolutely forever. In the end, deformation space one. But he's got. He's definitely not got the best transformation of the two. It's an absolute pain in the ass. Uh, whereas the masterpiece is more intuitive. But I think he just looks more striking on the shelf. He works better. He's got more articulation. His his air intakes mm-hmm. sit in the right place for me. <laughs> they sit a bit too far back on the on the masterpiece, and they're a bit floppy and move around when you're kind of manipulating him. And the masterpiece has some issues with like hardware. He's got like he's got a ratchet in one hip and not the other. 
Like hmm. it's it's kind of all over the shop, and it's very odd for Takara to kind of drop the ball in that way. It's beautiful, beautifully engineered, really great transformation, but it's just like, why is this clicking and this not clicking? So you don't think it justified the extra what 150 or whatever it is more than this? Hundred, hundred quid more. Um, no, I mean they justify it by all the fucking accessories. Oh yes, of course. So I mean, this guy just comes with two faceplates and his null rays. Mm-hmm. That's it. Obviously, the masterpiece comes with everything. Yeah, uh, but he doesn't come with his coronation gear, which is what people want. Oh, of want. course, yes. You have to buy all three in order to get that. Yeah, and then send off. <laughs> but yeah, but he does come with a bunch of stuff. Loads of blast effects. The stand, which is Dinobot stand, painted purple. Uh, a bit of cosmic rust and a claw to hold it in. <laughs> stuff like that. And that's fine, but it's not, none of, all that stuff's going to stay in the box for me. I maybe would have liked a few different faces because he's got three faces and they're all fairly similar. Mm. But no, I'm happy with my decision in the end. And I saw, I saw, I saw myself ask him a few a couple of weeks ago. He's gone. I think um, I can't remember which company made it though. Isn't is it Made Toys who has a an extra accessory that's like a meteor? Choke. Yeah, Made Toys meteor it has a choking accessory for a Starscream. Yeah, to put on their on their Megatron uh, Despotron. I, th- I think that's something that would be missing from something like this. Even though I'm sure you could fudge it anyhow. It's one of those nice-to-have accessories, but not something you'd feel that is necessary. Yeah, but I think when you get to like um, show-accurate accessories, I think sometimes it's more, it should be more character-driven than just something that wasn't an episode. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like I'd it, agree. It's something that adds to what you think when you think of the character. Yeah, I get you. I mean, yeah. With the articulation of these figures these days, you could make Megatron choke him anyway. <laughs> so you don't need that. But no, I'm really pleased with him. I'm, I'm happy with how he turned out. It was, But it was a tough decision. So I put them both at number four. Mm-hmm. But um, I'd say DS Starscream edges it ever so slightly. He looks better in person. I'm surprised more of him is painted than I thought. Well, not some of his paint, some of it's just plastic. But yeah, it, it looks good. But transforming him is... And nightmare, but I like to transform my figures, so you know that that was definitely a consideration for me because transforming the masterpiece is is a more more pleasurable experience. I, I just can't, I can't do it anymore. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> from the masterpieces I've got to mess with firsthand, it's just it's just not as fun as just picking up something and messing with it. We've talked about this before in the podcast. It's just you need you need to set out a table. You need to. Prepare yourself mentally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I, I agree. I agree, which is why I hearken back to some of the, you know, the old days of Masterpiece when things were a little bit more intuitive, a little bit less kind of obsessed with show accuracy mm-hmm. and achieve, and, then, and therefore achieving that required, requires some kind of crazy kind of a... Tucking and hiding. Yeah, and... hoop jumping going on with, um, with your transformations and so on. Yeah. I know what you mean. I don't like overly complicated transformations. Uh, it does. It just puts you off, doesn't it? Mm. Right. So that was our uh, ten to four rundown. Ten to four. Now for the big ones, the top three. So, uh, what was your number three, Dave? What's your third best figure of twenty twenty one? This this gets real difficult now because this is not what would be in this position. He is kind of he's here as a 
as a as a representation of the line. <laughs> <laughs> not to the, not to say that it's not a good figure. It's just that it's in the condensed version of what my list has to be. This meets that requirement for me. But if I had to go through all of the massive figures I've got out this mm-hmm. year, this may not make the third spot. So all of what you mean figures that didn't necessarily come out this year, or the figures that did come out that didn't come out this year, but you bought this year. year. Yeah. Right, okay. Well, let's see it. Come on. McFarlane Toys, Green Lantern. I don't believe it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a good figure. And it's one of my favourite DC heroes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Well, I mean, I would probably question you on it's a good figure because it's a McFarlane figure. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't know. I just never like them. I never like the way they look. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, but you know, it's your it's your it's your choice. It's my choice. Yes. yes, they're very large, aren't they? Yeah, seven McFarlane figures. But like for me, he doesn't look like he doesn't look like the character. He looks like a John Stewart. He may not look like just, the John Stewart. He just looks like a, a generic Green Lantern guy. <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't look like John Stewart to me. No, he's nice enough. He's got all the kind of. I mean, this is the thing actually. Which what happened? What happened with Green Lantern as things went on was like it used to just be like. And they imagine the hammer and they knock them on the head. Mm. And then it starts to be oh, they imagine jetpacks and. Um, and uh, yeah, big big cannons and armor and so on. It it kind of like it just kind of came became a bit silly. It's one of those um, those heroes from my childhood who mm-hmm. power set I really liked. I liked the idea of this all knowing ring that could do anything. And I remember as a child, constantly whenever we'd go anywhere, look for green gems. Mm-hmm. And you know, try and fudge it into a ring of some description. Well, that's a that was a real curveball. I was not expecting a McFarlane figure to appear in well in a top ten maybe, but in the top three. I've never bought any until this year, and there's mm. been quite a few. I would say pretty good ones, but a lot of them came out last year. And this one in particular is one that stood out for me because I like Greenland. Yeah, for me, it's the scale and the design. Like the design feels. This feels like something that w- would go with that that terrible movie. Like oh, the, the Green Lantern movie? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, no. because it's got kind of like this kind of armour on it and he's got... And the suit is very kind of like what it might look like if it was a, a movie suit. Uh, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's got all the kind of rigging and the lines and all that kind of stuff. You know, if they made another Green Lantern movie and Jon Stewart was in it, this might be what he looks like. You know? Yeah, I, I mean, I... What would you call it? I did my research about the McFarlane figures before I got into any of them. Mm. And extra added detail on a lot of them, I found as more of a plus because the comic book aesthetic is so simple and, mm. you know, there's barely any line detail. But it kind of makes more sense in the terms of a power-constructed suit that it, it should have some sort of, you know, like... Reinforcement yeah. to it. He's got really broad shoulders as well. <laughs> it's some proportions. It's, it's just so. It's just not my thing. It just really isn't. 
He's like got a really long body, <laughs> really broad shoulders, quite skinny legs. His arms look like they might be a little bit longer than regular people's arms. Of course. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, but, but it's, it, it seems to be a thing that people like. I mean, I'm much more, I find, I think that Marvel Legends stuff looks better than McFarlane stuff. Yes. Um, yeah. so probably the one cardinal sin you could do with a Green Lantern figure is not give him a closed fist to do the oath. Ah, uh, yeah. And the fact that you mentioned it before, he's got trigger, trigger fingers. fingers. Uh, almost all, if not every McFarlane DC figure has trigger fingers. Even when it is not necessary, that character. Which is odd. I don't know. I mean, yeah, some characters use guns or mm-hmm. a gun-shaped weapon. I mean, he does have a minigun, but it's not the right hand for no. this accessory. Or No, he doesn't hold it like you would hold a pistol. Yeah. He holds it, yeah, he needs, he needs just a kind of, uh, just a gripping hand. Mm. And swappable hands, some, some of them do, but then they always have a trigger hand. And it's weird now because of DC's new thing of not being able to have guns with their figures. Is that happening with the McFarlane stuff, though? Yes, this year. Last year, they were fine, but something's changed. Maybe they'll change that then, maybe. Who knows? But yeah, like, it is weird. I I do find it... It was the same with... um, And it makes more sense that G.I. Joe Classified have trigger fingers, Mm. because 99% of them carry guns. Mm. But for those that don't, like... Like Snake Eyes or something. Snake Eyes, yeah, I mean, he has, again, he's got a pistol, mm. but he's also got a sword. So he should have, like, a hand that can hold the sword without having his index finger pointing <laughs> out like he's <laughs> going to pull a trigger on the sword. So, yeah, it it, it is a bit of an oversight, I think. Um, yeah. I mean, I understand he's not, like, for you know, we're talking about this McFarlane figure. He's not a terribly expensive figure. And you don't maybe wouldn't expect loads to swap out hands, but at least, yeah, like you say, an oath one. Is he even wearing the ring? He is wearing the ring, yeah. It doesn't bother me so much with him because he, because he comes with this massive gun, and therefore, I, I don't really need to worry about it. But I've recently got the Hal Jordan as well, and he has the exact same body, so he has the exact same hands, and it's a bit more weirder because he has like a, the Green Lantern. He comes with a lantern. No, he doesn't come with a lantern. Power battery. No, not, they don't. None of them come with the power battery. Okay. <laughs> Why? Again. I don't mind. Essential accessories for... <laughs> we were talking about this before. What's this essential accessory for um, a Green Lantern? It's a Green Lantern, lantern. battery. <laughs> the the Lantern. The Lantern, yeah. But no. No. Right, go on. What were you going to say anyway? He comes with a massive glove punching construct. Yeah. Which is cool. It looks great. Nice translucent plastic. But because his hand is in a trigger finger pose, it's a bit difficult to port his hand into this accessory. Oh, right. <laughs> it should be a closed fist to go in there. So it's not designed around the... Uh, not um, really. Around I mean, the you can do it, but it's not... That's so strange. It's really weird. Because it's an accessory for that figure. Yeah. It should be designed to fit around that hand, whether that has a trigger finger or not. I, I, I don't know what it is. It's a problem across the entire line. Mm-hmm. I mean, for some figures, it bothers you more than others, but it's just like, it's weird. It's not even like a... Uh, yeah. But you still put him at number three in your list. Oh, yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> okay, okay. Well done for completely throwing me off with that one. I had no idea that that guy would be coming out of the bag this late in the day. Yeah, I, I, when, like, when I have my other list, there will be a significant difference. So what did you want to put on the list that you couldn't put on the list? Uh, well, it's hard to pick because... 
what would I think would go there mm-hmm. if everything was meant to come out this year, came out this year, is Dragon Ball Z figure, uh, Super Saiyan 4. Oh, okay. And I actually was saving that spot for him for the longest time, but it, it, I don't think it's going to come out until yeah. next year now. Well, I mean, it's not come out before we've recorded this, and there's no. I mean, there is a figure in the post to me at the moment, which I'll talk about a bit later. That could have could have kind of driven straight into the top three, probably. Mm-hmm. But he's not here, so we are free to reserve those ones to next year. You know, <laughs> if we do this next year, we can. You can include that that, that Goku. Right? I, I I definitely will. <laughs> so there you go. All right. So well, what a what a shock. <laughs> so my my number three. Right, so I'm going to uh, go over to this uh, Detolf over here, open it up, knock several of the figures over. Oh, no. My third favourite figure of the year is Sentinel Toys, Mars Morales, uh, Spider-Man from Spider... Yeah, Enter Enter the Mm Spider-Verse. Enter the Spider-Verse? Yeah, because the new one's called... No, no one's called Enter the Spider-Verse, isn't it? No, Across the Spider-Verse. We always have to do this. It's like, you know, it's like every Spider-Man movie has to have home in it. Um, and now we've got a, a reference to um, a John Lennon song. So anyway, um, I think this figure's fantastic. Yes. Like we were talking about Mafex Miles earlier, and this guy absolutely blows that figure out of the water. It is better in it in almost every conceivable way. It's... Uh... I mean, I didn't really get the criticisms you have with Mars until I had this figure in my hand. Like, mm-hmm. until I took it out of the box, felt it, not even posed it yet. It was just like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is so much better. Yeah. It's not floppy. It's all the joints are really kind of solid. Mm-hmm. It all holds together really well. It's really easy to pose. Yes. It hasn't got the soft goods, which can... Which soft goods... I'm not against soft goods, but that little jacket and the shorts, it just resulted in the inner figure being skinnier than it needed to be. And also just looking a bit weird. Yeah, it's... I mean, it's one of those things where you can get it in a pose and it can look good, Mm -hmm. but you have to look at it at that specific angle for it to look good. Because you look turn any slight way and you can see the stitching or... Whereas this guy looks perfect from every angle... And he has the swap out parts so you can have him looking, you have him in his spider costume as I've got him now, mm-hmm. or you can have him in his in his hoodie and his shorts and it just looks great. I mean, minor criticism with the hoodie and that is that it's kind of stylized like it's kind of moving. So it's mm-hmm. so you can't have him in a kind of like standard pose. But why would you? He's a Spider-Man figure. Yeah. He's jumping and leaping around. It makes sense. And there's those little things like the trainers have those <laughs> unnecessary laces. swap out laces that are really easy to lose. But... He's just really expressive. He's got got a fantastic sculpt. Everything's spot on. He's better sculpted than the Mafex figure. He's got more kind of more kind of stylized kind of um, uh, lines to him and kind of curves to like his thighs and so on. And he's a better scale in my opinion. He just he just he just pieces all over. That <laughs> when I got him, I thought that his his faces were possibly like the the maskless face mm. was possibly a little bit overly caricature and overly kind of expressive and his eyes are kind of looking slightly in the wrong mm, in different, different directions places. but the other day I had um, Mathex Peter B. Parker out and I was thinking the maskless faces are a bit just 
there's nothing happening. Yeah, like, like, I don't like their faces. It's just no so... expression. And then like, you look at the... Because Sentinel have got a Peter B. Parker coming out and his are kind of a little bit over the top again. It's very expressive. <laughs> so I've never bought, a, I never bought a Sentinel toy before. I wasn't intended to get this originally, but it is so much better, so much more perfect than, than, than the Mafex options. I'm going to be going full Sentinel. Mm-hmm. from now on I, I mean I've ordered Peter B. Parker I've not ordered the one with the gargoyle I've ordered the cheaper one because I don't need a massive great big gargoyle <laughs> on my shelf but I've ordered SPDR as well it's bang on the character from the show it looks great in almost any pose and it's fun to pose and it doesn't feel like it's going to break mm-hmm. it's got some really nice kind of solutions to things I mean it's, it's weird that he doesn't have any ankle I'm sorry and wrist articulation but it works anyway mm-hmm. originally I was like this is going to be weird but no, it, it works because he's got the right number of hands. He's got plenty of great accessories, really good ones that, that work, like spray cans spray hands can, and all that kind of stuff. The, the hammer, um, all of it. Mm. Even, I think it, it adds to it that he doesn't have wrist joints because it makes it easier to swap them without fear of breaking and like they're moving yeah. when you plug it in and whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I mean. You don't feel like the figure's going to break. No. It's really sturdy, really well put together. It's got a really nice deco which doesn't scrape or scratch when you're mm-hmm. moving stuff around. It's a uh, it's triumph, I think. And it's just, the sculpt is so expressive and so kind of like very, very particular to that animation. Mm-hmm. It, it looks spot on. Like even if you just look at his fingers, they've just got this kind of like look to them that's really kind of like, you know, like, 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 like he does on the screen. Mm-hmm. There you go, my number three. So what's your number two? My number two, right. Now, it's a little going to be cheating going on in the next two positions mm. seems to be a theme <laughs> <laughs> oh this one's not really the one I would choose but this is what I've had to put in instead alright now this should be an indicator of what's coming I thought that you would oh okay these. yep so I'm assuming it's going to be Gambit <laughs> Mafex Gambit yes I've got to say that this figure does look great He's not a character I've ever been in love with, so it's not something I wanted to buy, but he does look fantastic. It's um, amazing. And I like that they haven't gone quite as kind of toony mm-hmm. or comic booky as they have with the other two, because what Dave didn't say was, before he got Gambit out, he got out Mafex Cyclops and Mafex Wolverine, who looks great. Wolverine looks great. I, have been, I was tempted to get Wolverine at one point, but I haven't. And I would get the tan zoo one because that's my preferred suit. Mm. Although I really, qu- I do actually quite like the look of the X Force one. I like the fact that he's got smaller ears. Really? Yeah. But I'm not going to buy either. He looks great. I like the. I like. I mean, the soft goods are actually pretty good. Yeah, and it it poses so well. Mm. Much, much more, I would say, than even maybe even Peter's coat. Then no, I like the colours on the. Um, I like the metallic colours as well. The kind of slightly bluish metallic colours. And even his hot pink chest. Yeah. No, he's very, very nice. And um, surprisingly tall. Mm-hmm. He's taller than the other two. I mean, obviously, it's great that, that, that they've made Wolverine, Wolverine short, because he should be. He's meant to be a stumpy, stumpy little man. <laughs> so, yeah, no, no. I'm, I, see, I can't fault you on this one. I gave you a bit of a hard time for, uh, <laughs> for, for old McFarlane boy over there. Uh, but, um, no, he's really, really... A really pretty figure. Yeah. And I've seen so many really good photos of him on um, mm-hmm. Instagram and so on. It's a... Uh, anyone who's been listening to the podcast knows that I've been struggling with these figures, like, all year. Like, should I get on it? Should I 
go as far to get more than one mm. and all of this, but I'm glad I did. You've got Jean Grey on order, haven't you? I've got Jean Grey. Psylocke is meant to be coming. She oh, yes, yeah, she, sh- she should be here, but she isn't, so... No, it's probably next year's list. <laughs> probably. Um, <laughs> um, and yeah, I hope they do more. Like, uh, I would be... I, mean, I don't I don't know what the teams are, but they do the whole cast of the cartoon, which I know is not what they're basing it off of. But if they did do more of the females in particular... Mm. But what be. about the new Marvel Legends ones? Oh, those. Oh, yeah, I did all of those as well. Yeah. yeah. Will they supersede these? Uh, because these are based on Jim Lee's run, mostly, mm-hmm. on, on X-Men, which is what the cartoon was sort of based on as well. Mm-hmm. But... Those ones that Marvel Legends are doing are specifically the animated series. Mm-hmm. So they're probably going to tick those boxes a little better for you. So I wonder whether these guys will uh, be superseded by them. I don't know. I kind of need to see them in person. I used, mm. Like like with most Mafex figures, they look great. Mm-hmm. But the he starts to fall apart with some bits of articulation or stability. Yeah. Or like, you know, you can't do anything unless you have a stand with them. Like, I really like the things that these guys come with, but at the same time, I would like that Cyclops to come with a jacket. Yeah, again, yeah, it's, it's not what they're... That's not the particular thing that it's they're not. on. And I, they don't, probably don't do it in the comic. To be fair, Cyclops did occasionally wear a jacket over this particular costume during the Jim Lee era of X-Men, so it's not unreasonable to want an optional jacket with the figure. In the 90s... Jackets were rife among superheroes, and the 90s animated series pretty much borrowed the appearance of the characters wholesale from the comics at the time, and did very little to differentiate itself from them. I can't fault you on that choice. Very, very nice figure indeed. So, my number two. Uh, Move around the room, please. Over here, maybe. Over here. No, it's this guy. Oh, wow. Okay. Number two on my list is MMC Wrong. Hmm. Only got this figure maybe less than a month ago. I think he's fantastic. Bang on representation of the character. Really, really nice deco. The accessories are just kind of bang on. Like he has the little arm that fits to his side so he can use his little kind of iPad thing. Mm-hmm. He has the scooter, which he used in the comic book. And he has a plethora of... Uh, of head sculpts. Yeah. Like, there's like eight heads that you can pop on and off. And then loads of hands. Yeah, it has four expressions, four facial expressions, and everyone comes with specs or without specs. Like I, I was saying earlier that I'm surprised of his size. Mm-hmm. I thought he was a lot bigger. Even though in the back of my head I knew he was a small character in the comic. But I get it now. I get why they had to do individual head sculpts because of his size. Mm-hmm. Well, you could just do faceplates. It would just be too um, a fragile process, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he looks great. I mean, knowing next to nothing about the character, it's quite uh, another spot-on representation. Like like the other two, he just, yeah. I think he's better than the other two. Mm. The sculpt is, is sharper. Deco, like the paint the paint apps, there's more, more. I mean, he's a smaller figure and he is as expensive as those two. Really? Yeah, which is like one of the things that I think some people some 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 people complained about, and I I do agree he's not he is a little bit more pricey than he should be, mm-hmm. but he is so bang on the kind of nervous psychiatrist guy that he is in in the comic book. He's got 
wonderful face sculpts, wonderful accessories. Like he's got, it comes with a little a little arc because he collects um, miniature spaceships. Okay. He builds model spaceships. That's one of his things that he does to, to relax. <laughs> so he's got like a miniature arc, oh, whatever. I didn't know he came with that. That's cool. Yeah, and he's got hands that it will fit in, and he can carry, you know, fly it around. No, he's really nice, and he's. I mean, he's tra- he transforms into. Well, not going to spoil it, but. What he transformed into doesn't look like anything, but it doesn't matter mm-hmm. um, because it's um, it's accurate to the comic book. And having the little scooter is really nice, and it can store on his back if you want it to. It really threw me off when the like the first few images coming out of it. I mm. thought he transformed into the scooter. Yes, I can see why you might think that. Yeah, but it's just a scooter he has. Yeah, he's just riding. I think it's only I think it's only in one issue, <laughs> but he's riding it. And as they thought, went well, yeah, we'll stick that in. Maybe we can inflate the price a little bit. But no, he's and he's he's just really nicely articulate. He's got butterfly joints and everything. He's got an ab crunch. He's got he's got everything you could possibly want. Mm. And just yeah, just a really beautiful figure and really really cool. And I wasn't I really didn't expect to love him as much as I do. No, I can see it. I can mm-hmm. definitely see the uh, the character coming to life mm-hmm. in all of the the expressions because I've definitely seen loads of pictures and I've seen your pictures. And yeah, he does look great. <laughs> there we go. Mm-hmm. So, um, are we on your? We're on your number one, aren't we? Number one. Oh, drum roll! And Dave's number one figure of twenty twenty one is again. I may have broken some rules. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, when it came to these figures, I was like, well, he set these kind of, you know, little rules about the list, but I'm just going to ignore it for this. I, I did say <laughs> that they were loose rules. <laughs> so, you know, fine. But you've ridden roughshod over all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why, why is that not? F- oh, because they did they come out year, uh, previously? Well, he came out originally in like 2012. So, and they've re-released it now. Oh, I'm going to allow it. Sentinels, so, fully Cully, Canty Blue, and Canty Red. They both serve the same spot. That's fair enough. I mean, okay, they are reissues of older figures, but they've been out of print for ages, haven't they? A long time. So, in a way, it's a bit of an event that these got reissued this year, so I'm going to let, allow it. <laughs> Absolutely allow it. And they do look beautiful. They are great. Oh, they're weighty as well. Mm-hmm. Diecast. Whole leg almost as diecast. Yeah. No, I mean, I watched this anime years and years and years ago, recommended to me by a good friend of mine, Stuart. And I, I barely remember. I remember it being mental. Mm-hmm. Lots of smacking people over the head with guitars. <laughs> guitars. And then a lump coming out and then a robot coming out of a lump. <laughs> yes. But yeah, it, the design and the, the artwork and design, really kind of cool looking mm-hmm. stuff. And these capture that really, really well. It's a, a design that I've always loved um, throughout my years at university. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely made a big influence in my my work, uh, designing games and mm-hmm. making robots with screens for faces. It's I just it's something about the simplicity of it. It's just so cool. And this, the character in the show was like a it's a character that doesn't speak. Yeah. He, but yet it's all very expressive and is quite. 
you would think he's the main character or something, but he's not really. No, he's not. No, <laughs> it's not really about him. Mm-mm. Is he even a character, really? He's just a robot that turns up and does some <laughs> things. But yeah, no, um, it's just a really nice design. No, they look fantastic. And I had no idea they were so hefty. They had so much yeah. guy cast in them. It's a nice surprise. Really nicely sculpted. The hands are really nice. And again, like I was talking about with... Um, with Miles, with Miles. Mm. the way they've shaped the hands is just so reminiscent of how they look in the show. Like mm. they have those kind of really square fingers <laughs> and a guitar as well with the uh, ripcord on. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> could do. I would say it could do with a bit more paint. Really, it's just all one metallic red color. Oh, but, but that's how it is in the show, isn't it? Well, when it's when it's powered up. Oh, I see. Mm. Oh, that it's... that makes sense then. Because I was thinking. It should have, like, you know... Oh, you know, because normally it's, like... and the strings coloured in or something like that. Some people did say they should have done both, because it's normally, like, a blue guitar, I think. Oh, I see. Oh, okay, yeah. And then when yeah, it maybe. gets powered up, it goes all red. Yeah. No, they're, they're, they're really nice, and, like... So did the faceplate swap out? Yeah, you can yeah. take the faceplate off and put, um... Uh, I think for the the red version, he's got... There's, like, a sign that comes up on his face before he changes. Yeah. Uh, and you can, you can cut it out of the accessory book... <laughs> and then slot it in. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, uh, like uh, Soundwave does that for his readout on his chest. You can cut it out. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit of a cheat, isn't it, that? <laughs> but yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Um, and he comes with different the different head that is not broken. Mm-hmm. Um, low range of accessories. I mean, he comes with the, the cloak and the gun and all the different stuff. Although, the one thing from this release, unlike the original, uh, he doesn't come with the jacket again. <laughs> which... <laughs> I was a bit upset with at first because he, when they were coming out, I rewatched the show mm-hmm. and some of the series afterwards. Yeah, I forgot he wears a jacket quite a lot, so right. it is quite a. So it's a shame that there's no jacket. Yeah. Oh well, oh, well. But yeah, they're they're very nice. They are very very nice indeed. I yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> right. Okay. So my number one mm-hmm. figure of 2021 masterpiece reboots. <laughs> Now, I had no idea this would end up being my favourite figure of the year. It's completely come out of the left field. Mm -hmm. The Masterpiece line has been going a bit mad recently. (laughs) When they announced skids and reboots, and it was obvious that they were kind of older designs that were a bit more in line with the original um, car bots. I hope there's dog sharp in a minute. When we saw them coming out, a lot of people weren't happy about it because they want obviously they wanted a skids that fitted in with their current tune aesthetic, which is what Masterpiece has seemed to have been about for the last well, ever since kind of Ironhide, really. Mm-hmm. Everything started shifting in that direction. And then you get stuff that's just very tune, like, you know, MP44 and um I suppose RC and others. But um then these come along and it's like, well what? <laughs> what what's going on here? And it was it was a it was partly to do with the fact that they're doing some kind of um cross um promotion with Honda. Mm-hmm. But I remember seeing them and thinking, uh, yeah, but I don't like I don't like skids. It's not mm-hmm. a character I like, so I'm not I mean it's nice that they're doing this, but it's not a character I'd want. Mm-hmm. And it's partly your fault that I bought them. Me? <laughs> <laughs> Well, because when they first got kind of announced, I remember kind of having a bit of a chat with you on WhatsApp mm-hmm. and saying, you know, they look, I like the way they, they look really kind of vinyl techie, kind of like old school MPs, mm-hmm. but they're not really characters I really want. And then through talking to you, I ended up kind of 
through going back to us with you saying things like, well, isn't that what you want, basically? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it is actually what I want. It is what I've been moaning about all this time. I want alt modes that look like alt modes. Mm-hmm. I want cars that look like real cars that turn into robots that, could, that almost conceivably could happen in the real world. And also, they were cheap. Yes. All of a sudden, you get a masterpiece figure that comes in under 100 quid. I mean, I'm sure Hound was 120. I think ever since kind of um, Sunstreaker, they've been quite pricey. Mm-hmm. But this is, I think it cost me £70 for Reboost. And and also I also bought Skids as well. Now, I think Reboost is much better than Skids. Reboost is the red one. And what I like about him is that he has more detailing. He looks... Is, they've not tried to fit a square peg in a round hole, which mm. I think is what they've done with skids, where they where they take an old an old mold that is in that kind of more kind of um, detailed, more kind of like what these G one figures might look like if they came out today, kind of mm. look, and then they've tried to paint it up in a very show accurate way. So there's so it's just all blue, <laughs> everything's blue. There's not much detailing, whereas Rebus has got little bits of detail all over him. He comes with more accessories. He comes with a little. Moto Compo, um, little uh, little motorcycle, and the little guy to ride it. He's got a beautiful alt mode, a beautiful robot mode, a really intuitive transformation. Mm-hmm. The right amount of accessories, not too many, not too few, and doesn't cost the earth. And he's he's a joy, an absolute joy. It's crazy because you would think that because it was cheaper, there would have been uh, things held back like paint. Like seeing it in hand, I'm surprised how much of it is painted and it's such a nice shade of red is mm. and even even on the on the skids like i didn't realize they were as painted as much as they are because sometimes you can't tell from photos yeah the entire outer shell the entire outer shell of the car is painted yeah and you would think that would have been a, a reason for it, the price to go up but because mm. i think that's been a lot of people's uh excuses for increasing prices of mps um yeah. but... uh, that and that and engineering and parts count which which would be the argument they would use to say that this that's why these are cheap because they aren't as overly engineered as some other stuff. They're quite straightforward. The transform I prefer this transformation is mm. really intuitive, very easy. They don't have butterfly joints. They don't have an ab crunch. I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me one bit. They don't need it. They've got knees and elbows. And, and and the head moves. I mean, I don't even think their their t- their heads tilt. I think they just turn. I mean, maybe it's because they there is three versions of this mold coming mm-hmm. out all at the same time, and it's in coinciding with the what anniversary of Honda. Yeah, City something thing? like that. Yeah. They're doing yeah, they're doing a kind of like yeah promotion yeah. based on that car. Yeah. Dave is correct. Reboost in particular was released to commemorate the 40th anniversary of the Honda City R in its iconic red color scheme. The car itself is more famous in Japan than the turbo model used for skids. Both MP53 skids and MP54 reboost were released in November 2021. The third version, MP53 Plus Crosscut, a silver redeco of reboost, will be out early in the new year. So maybe that reflects on the price, but seeing it in hand, it's it's definitely worth every penny. Yeah, and I mean... and. Annoyingly, listeners, I accidentally dropped my reboot and I've snapped one of the uh, uh, wing mirrors and I'm considering buying a second one just to have one with a wing mirror that's not broken because at 60, 70 quid, it's not that bad. 
Mm. You know, I've spent twice as much on an MP before <laughs> that, you know, isn't this cool. So, yeah, that's it. That's my number one. It's a totally unexpected choice, but I just I just love the fact that he has this really nice kind of real-world alt mode that hasn't got hasn't got a single Autobot sim- symbol on it anywhere. <laughs> it just looks like a little car. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks a lot like a little car I used to drive around when I was 17, so that's possibly something to do as well. Yeah, I think that, that adds the cool factor of this. Yeah. Um, I used to have a Rover Metro. <laughs> I mean, not the coolest car in the world, not by a long stretch, but it was the only car I had. And it was red. So, But yeah, it, it, just, it's, it goes back to that thing of I like Transformers to have to be robots in disguise, and this is a robot in disguise. In fact, this is a Diaclone figure, really. Mm. But it, yeah, it just looks like this this car transforms into a robot. Not a cartoon robot, a robot. A it, regular robot. It reminds me of the um, the aesthetic of Skits. It reminds me of the... Uh, what, what was the name of the car? Citroen C4 adverts? Oh, yes. Be- I think be- so. Before the... It was pre-movie, those adverts. Yeah, and everyone thought that the movie might look like that. that. It reminds me of the way they their robot loans are designed and look. So it... Definitely a real, real world looking aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, but shock, shocker really for me because I, I reckon before, well before he turned up, I had no, I had no, I had had no um, idea that he was going to come even in the top ten. <laughs> but to beat them all, pretty impressive. There we go. That's our lists. Mm-hmm. Great. So um. Before we move on to looking at our predictions for each other's lists, do you have any honourable mentions to make? that Figures that didn't quite make the list that you think need a bit of a... I have a few honourable mentions, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, first of all... Maybe I should finish with that one. First, let's start with this. (laughs) I don't know what that is! (laughs) Hasbro Power Rangers Lightning Collection. Oh, it's Power Rangers. Tango Warrior. One of the random baddies. It's one of the random baddies, and it's it's a baddie that was in the nineteen ninety five movie, right? Um, and then subsequently was in the show. It's just such a cool um, character design, and it kind of ties into why I like Power Rangers is mostly because of that movie. So it's a bad guy that I always think of when I think of that style of Power Rangers. Okay. Was it so, in the TV show as well, though? It was in the TV show. When you when you took it out of the bag, I was like, I don't know what that is, <laughs> but I do actually have some recollection of seeing him, actually. Because they, they were just... There was loads of them, weren't there? There's loads. It's an army builder, so... Yeah, yeah. And I have bought multiple of them. Have you? <laughs> I mean, it's a nice figure. It's nice, and it's... Um, I like his choice of accessories. They, you can, they can change the wings to being big or small. I like the weird type of metallic green they've put in places to make that feathery sculpt really come out. It almost looks like something from um, Thundercats. Yes, yeah, he does kind of look like uh, one of the mutants, yeah. That's your honourable mention. Any more other honourable mentions? Oh, yeah, I've got that. Lots of things that couldn't really make the list. Don't worry, listeners, I don't have very many honourable mentions at all. <laughs> I've got another thing as well, but there's just some Marvel Legends that came out this year that couldn't make the list. I honestly think that that Ultron is great. It is, and... Um, it's Kirby Crackle. With the Kirby Crackle in his mouth and everything, yeah. 
So Marvel Legends Ultron and Marvel Legends Modular Iron Man and even Lady Deathstrike. Yeah? No, no. I mean, Iron Man, Schmiron Man. It's just a red and gold guy. (laughs) Yeah, she looks cool. Yeah, they're nice enough. And then... The last thing I should mention is Necker Phantom. I remember you getting this, yeah. This is another one that is probably like um, would have been borderline with the Green Lantern's placement in my list. It's it's a really nice figure, mm-hmm. but Necker figures are very fragile. <laughs> okay. I le- I got a later run version and I think it's a bit better. But those first too bad. first run like legs were exploding. Oh really? Was re- oh they they're like statues really. You shouldn't even take them out of the box. But, <laughs> um, this one's special to me because it's my my granddad who is no longer with us. He used to really like the Phantom. And really? It was some of the few comics that he tried to get me into when I was like younger. All right, so it has like an, an emotional connection. Yeah. And I really like the Billy Zane movie that came out. So cheesy and <laughs> I haven't seen it. You haven't seen I haven't it. Seen oh, it. It's great. But I remember. I remember him. I've read some of the comics, and I also remember him obviously being defenders of the Earth. And yeah, he's a cool character. I always thought he was very interesting. Like the the kind of the outfit and the fact that he's just kind of just a guy. Yeah, he's kind of like a just like a jungle Batman, and just, he's just a myth and a legend. Yeah. And, Every yeah. time he does die, his son picks up the mantle. Yeah, so, so he keeps going. Think, thinks he's immortal because of it. Yeah. It is the weirdest colour uh, costume to have in the jungle setting, though. But it stands out against the jungle background. I guess that's what they were thinking when they designed <laughs> it. You can see him um, in the comic book. That's true. No, no, those are, those are all... My, my little mentions... I have to mention G.I. Joe Classified just because I started a collection of them and I think they're really nice figures. And I love the way that all their accessories can store on them. Oh, I did bring that as well, if you wanted to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dave has brought along the worst G.I. Joe classified um, snake eyes there will ever be, um, <laughs> based on the movie that no one saw and was a massive flop. I didn't see either. He's got a really big head. Yeah. He looks like he's wearing a cycle helmet, which I guess is what he is wearing. In that movie, yes, I think he is. That's just not snake eyes to me. Mm. The G.I. Joe classified you know, regular Snake Eyes, he has an all-black outfit, but it still looks detailed. This just looks like a big black block. <laughs> but he's got the same kind of articulation as I'm going on, um, which is cool. No, I thought G.I. Joe's classified is a fantastic line. It's just that, A, at the time, they were really difficult to get hold of some of them. There was all mm-hmm. these exclusives that were hard to get hold of. Mm-hmm. And then also, there was, two, for me, mainline stuff, Sometimes it's just too many releases, and I and and I get bored. I go, oh, it's another guy, same same height, same joints, mm-hmm. using some of the same parts, mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna stick them on the shelf, and then I, eventually I end up with fifty of them, and I don't want to go that far. So I had to kind of nip that in the bud. But I think it's a great line, um, and it's also they're improving the the distribution now. Yeah, and the BAT looks fantastic. I really want that. The um, Battle Android Trooper. Oh, the the bat, the bat thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That does look cool. He looks fantastic. It says the Alley Viper does as well. Like I've always liked the bad guys better. In, in, the Cobra guys are always the better looking guys. I mean, I've never been a, a fan of GI Joe, and mm-hmm. I don't pretend to be because it's I don't know. I guess it's maybe it's the whole military part of it. I'm just not interested in. But yeah. 
Snake Eyes has always been a well, yeah, he is a fan favorite. Yeah. So that, also, I would like to give an honorable mention to Fans Toys Acoustic Wave. Great figure, really nice. Just wasn't for me. Really lovely, solid, really well, nicely built figure. Perfect if you're looking for a tune aesthetic, but not so great if you want that kind of blended aesthetic, which is what I'm always been into. And even with the tune, with the toy parts you could add, he still looked a bit too flat and um, and kind of toony. Mm-hmm. And in the end, I thought, well, I've got Masterpiece MP13 and... He looks better on my shelf, in my opinion. <laughs> but he is a really, really nice figure. I totally understand why he'd appear on other people's lists. Um, he's not expensive, though. He is, but he's probably... Well, okay, he's not probably worth it. But if you're willing to spend that much money, he's And really then his nice tapes, is, it's like... It's... Yeah, yeah, you have to buy his tapes on top. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and then, what else have I got on my list of... Uh... Oh, Mathex Dark Knight Returns Joker almost made the list. Mm-hmm. Great figure. The only reason he didn't quite make the list is that he's a bit boring. It's like, yeah, it's a Joker. He's in a suit. He looks good. He's got some cigarettes. Cool. Mm-hmm. And he totally works with Batman and I love him to pieces, but the other figures just were a little bit more exciting to me. Mm-hmm. I suppose another honourable mention might be that I've got Dark Knight Returns, Batman and Robin, Mathex, Dark Knight Returns and Batman and Robin, because Mathex have not, did not appear in my list at all this year. That's true. Which is surprising, considering how many appeared in my list last year. But I think if I'd got Batman and Robin, they could have easily ended up in the top three, I reckon. Because I already know the Batman's fantastic. Mm. So if the Robin's good, it's in there. <laughs> Shall we have a look at our predictions? So... We made some predictions of each other's, uh, what each other's choices would be, and we've sealed them in envelopes. So why don't you open that envelope and have a look at my predictions for your list for your 2021 top 10 figures. (laughs) (laughs) What does it say? Um, These will all be in Dave's list. They may not be in this order, but highest to lowest ones predicted. Yeah. Mm So, at number one you've got here is Sentinel Miles, which did not appear in my list. I'm shocked he didn't appear on your list at all. Um, is there a reason for that? Uh, I was going to have... Do you forget him? No, no, no I was going to talk <laughs> about the Spider-Verse guys in general in the, the highlights of the year. Mm-hmm. Because I think after Miles' arm came dislodged, yeah. I felt very... Down on it. Down on the whole thing. Yeah, that can happen. Um, yeah. And I kind of... I was on the edges of putting the Nendoroid versions of the Spider-Verse figures in my list this year because I actually had more fun with them. Okay. But I thought I better not. Just, <laughs> um, <laughs> just to avoid my ire. Yeah, and I, and I kind of had a feeling you would talk about him anyway. So uh, okay. I thought right. I'd just pick something else. All right. Um, you've also got the Fully Cully figures. Yeah. Which were at the top. Mafex Gambit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Transart Ravage. He was very close on my list. He, he was on it for a while while I was thinking about this. So you're very right there. And Studio 86 Hot Rod. Mm-hmm. Which did appear, yeah. So so I've got two of your top three. Yeah. In, yeah. My, in my prediction. I don't know why there was two sheets there. It was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason there was two sheets of paper in the envelope. Uh, one's blank. Um, <laughs> some horrible, super deformed shit thrown in just to make me sick. 
That's right. Uh, when, when you started mentioning that Nendoroids, I was thinking, yeah, 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 that. Right, let's have a look at my predictions. So, I've got a simple list here. Are these in order? No, not really. If uh, if the order is to be believed, he's guessed my number one, because he said MP Reboost. Oh, no, I did think that would be our number one. Oh, yeah, no? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so MP Reboost is number one. New Age Galvatron, well, I mean, he was in the list. He was around about six or something like that. Miles, um, Sentinel Miles, again, in the list. Mathex Peter. Now, Mathex Peter is at number... Because I know every figure I bought this year. All right. <laughs> so I wrote down every figure I bought this year and then numbered them. Mm-hmm. So I actually have some numbers below <laughs> below 10. And Mathex Peter is at number 12. Okay. I like him, but he suffers from a lot of the same problems as a lot of the other Mathex figures do. See, I wasn't sure because I thought the just the design of a rundown Peter mm. might win you over a bit more. Because it's no, not the Spider-Man And it, did. Man and it did. It did. And that's why I do like him. And I think he is good. But he has those wrists that... Mm. I, mean, I was posing him the other day for some photos and his wrist almost fell to pieces. Like, I was like, right, putting him back in the cabinet. <laughs> and then number five, MMC Crumdum, who was in the list. Yes. Uh, but not as high as MMC Wrong. No, I, 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 don't know, I don't know why I didn't think he would be on the list. <laughs> well, there you go. But no, that's, that's, again, you've, you've got two of my top three, just like I've got two of your top three. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. We, we obviously know each other well. <laughs> my it's Christmas! <laughs> it wouldn't be Christmas without a bit of present giving. Mm-hmm. So, happy Christmas, Dave. Here's your first present. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think you knew you were going to get this one. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Marvel Legends Pizza Spider-Man. Absolutely. A now, jiffy of accessories. Cool. Wow. These are not nicer in person. It's the colours. Yeah. It's really clicky as well. He's got loads of kind of clicky kind of um, joints. It's quite nice. This is good because I need a Spider-Man for my display. You were saying, yeah. And it, it, it's something that's missing from my... Because you've got my cast-off KO uh, Mathex one. Yes, yeah. And he's got Blu-Tac holding his hands off. <laughs> he's not so, doing the job. <laughs> so, yeah, because I, I basically had to... I've talked about this many times. The joints on those Spider-Men are bad. The wrist joints. They snap easily. Mm. And I've had two... Uh, Mathex Spider-Man both of them had their wrists snapped so I bought a KO one and just chopped his wrist off and took the joint out and replaced <laughs> it so you got one with a with a big with basically a stump for an arm <laughs> so there you go that that guy will do you do you well he is a really nice figure actually I'm trying to figure out which one is which is that it? can't tell right. oh two figures oh thank you cheers presents for you Awesome. I'll give you your your main present after I've opened this then, yeah? Mm-hmm. Nicely wrapped, nice, you know, I'd wrap mine in, like, brown paper because I'm a, <laughs> I'm a Grinch. I had a funny feeling it was these when I saw the shape. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm really impressed. They must have cost you a bit. Uh, yeah. I mean, oh, that's, oh, wow. Um, so, what we have here is I love Justice League International. It's one of my favourite comic books ever. And I have 
three of the, I think there were six figures. No, maybe a bit, a few more. One, there's Batman, a Nort, Booster Gold, Martian Manhunter, and um, Blue Beetle. And then, Black Canary, which I've just been gifted. <laughs> and, who is it? <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you very much. It's a very thoughtful gift. Cheers. <laughs> it's, okay. it's incredible. So now all I need to get is... I've got Nort, just up there, mm-hmm. still in his package. Now all I need is Fire and Ice, and I've got the whole set. I was I was so close to getting Fire as well, but I... Oh, man, you don't... Oh, seriously, the fact that you've got me too is amazing. <laughs> Honestly. Unbelievable. Uh, I, I almost feel like my Fire Gift is not good enough now. Thank you very much. Here's your present. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Transformers, crossovers, expanse. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Now, we had a conversation about this because I was like, these are going on on, on offer at the moment. On sale, On yeah. sale, and you just spent a load of money on a load of stuff yeah, and you like, hadn't got the money for it. Loads of pre-orders. And you did once. jokingly say, get me that for Christmas. <laughs> I did, yes. And I immediately bought it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. There you go. This is so cool. Thank you. I, mean, I, I thought you'd like it because, I mean, even though... The reviews of it have been kind of lukewarm. Mm-hmm. It's X Men and it's Transformers mm-hmm. and it's it's that X Men. It's animated X Men, really, isn't it? It's probably like the the one of all of these have all been retools of previous Transformers figures, mm-hmm. and this one is probably that the least has changed because mm-hmm. the vehicle mold is also a Blackbird jet. Yes. Uh, for a jet fire, but this does look really cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm well happy. Excellent. Well, I'm glad. I'm mm-hmm. glad. Yeah, I'm. I'm blown away. Really. I'm. Uh, uh, you've really helped me out because I've always got the whole set now. So it's all great. Right. Well, we're going to kind of wrap this up now. Just going to talk a little bit about what. What were your highlights of 2021? Um, Transformers Studio 86 line started this year, mm-hmm. and I think it has been quite a success for the yeah. most part. Uh, there are quite a few shoddy additions in it but uh for what overall what the line is trying to do i think they're doing a quite a good job and hopefully they do it all and try not to oh yeah i did bring him to talk about this uh don't do any more of this hmm? and throw the figure in the wrong line he keeps pulling more and more <laughs> toys out of his bag like how many toys have you bought with you oh so this is um this is the kingdom um Kingdom Cyclonus. Cyclonus, who really should be in the A6 line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was very close to being on my list because I think he's got one of the best transformations of the year, really. I'm doing it now. I think the main lines in general, Marvel Legends, even some DC stuff, mm-hmm. have really started to step up their game in terms of, you know, what you're getting for your money. Yeah. Because there needs to be quite a clear distinction that this is a £20 figure and this is a 80 plus figure. Where now I think the gap is starting to get a lot shorter and you have to decide of, well, actually, is it worth paying an extra 
70 quid for this character. Yeah. Well, I think this what's happening with, with Hasbro is that they, they realise that their audience isn't kids anymore. Mm. So they're having to kind of cater for that um, collector's market. So they have to start kind of mixing the price points up and kind of go, like, putting out a deluxe figure at the price of a Voyager to, and, and just giving it better paint and all this kind of stuff. Mm. And, I, I mean, it's a good thing in a way. There's, there's, there's definitely people complaining about it, and I can understand those complaints. But, yeah, I, I think you're, you're right. I think Studio is, I mean, even though it's not my cup of tea, mm-hmm. absolutely think it's one of the better things that Marvel have been doing this year. Did you hear that? Orion almost says Hasbro, but then incorrectly corrects himself to Marvel when he means Hasbro. He's having another one of his senior moments. We can only apologise. For a long time, their Marvel Legends and their um, Black Series stuff was putting Transformers to shame mm. in the level of quality. Yeah. And I think this year they've kind of they've redressed that balance. Mm-hmm. Well, um, probably since they started World for Cybertron, really. Yeah, World for Cybertron has definitely been the step up. Uh, yeah. Now, saying that, now even though we're talking about mainline figures, the other thing I need to mention for this year is... Uh huh. I didn't bring any with me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. No, it's fine. <laughs> you could have bought some with you. Like uh, initially, I only liked the uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming, Peter Parker, and Wonder Woman. And the Wonder Woman was the first one I ever had. It kind of just trickled from there. There was just like all these different characters and styles, and a whole bunch I've got from a game I've never played. You know, it's just, there's something about the aesthetic and how collectible it is. I can understand it, even though I find them hideous. Mm-hmm. I can understand it. They're clearly very collectible. And if you find that kind of thing cute, then obviously that's going to be not my cup of tea. But I totally get it. And it's, I mean, for the majority of they're quite expensive, but not. you definitely see where your money's going. They're all well painted and quite uh, attention to detail for the little details for these characters and their choice of accessories. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just it's such a, a cool line that has really exploded for me personally this year. Well, yeah, um, I, I can't fault you on that, even though it's they're really not my cup of tea. <laughs> I totally get why you like them. Um, sorry, sorry, guys, I, I may sound a bit distracted. I'm struggling with Cyclones. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, no, I totally get why you like them. They're really, they are really collectible and they have that uniform aesthetic. So they, they work, even though you say you find them hard to display, they work as a display because they all kind of fit together. And um, of course, the, high, the highlight of them has been the Spider-Verse guys for me since they are one of the closest ones to completing that original movie team. Uh-huh. And... And like I said before, the Mafex slash uh, Sentinel guys, Spider-Verse characters, have been a quite a highlight this year of how they all slowly, slowly start to come together. Yes, agreed. The announcement of um, SPDR, mm-hmm. that announcement, and Penny, and that's really cool. I'm looking forward to them. This is very nice. A little bit too lilac, but very nice. It. I didn't bring Scourge, but when you have all three of them together and they have the different shades of purple and they were. slightly blue, it yeah, does look nice. Yeah, it was a fun transformation. I do like it. This is very much what we do in the pub. <laughs> Hand <laughs> figures to each other and transform them. But yeah, uh, I, I agree. I think the the whole kind of getting Spider-Verse figures. And now we've got a new Spider-Verse movie coming, so they're going to have to do them all again. All different suits. Yeah. So, I mean, my highlight, um, toy highlights was discovering the MMC reformatted line getting into it 
I'd always kind of looked at them and gone, yeah, but it's a slippery slope, that. <laughs> and I'm enjoying being on that slippery slope now. I got um, I got an older one recently, I got Kay on, um, and she's great. And uh, I'm just going to keep looking around for, just whenever I see a few popping up on, <laughs> on, on Facebook or whatever, I'll just, I'll just grab them. Um, and then obviously joining um, Brighton and Hove Transformers fans has been really good. Getting to meet other like-minded individuals and seeing what they collect and why they collect and talking to them about it. Mm. It's really fun. And yeah, like I said, it got me on the MMC stuff. Like everyone has a very different way of approaching um, their Transformers collection. Yeah. This is great. It's really fun, and you know, people of different ages. Some of some of us have grow, grew up with it. Some of us didn't, like mm-hmm. like me and you. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool. And then the biggest one, starting this podcast, <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, this is the this is the thirteenth episode. We started in March. I mean, we started at the beginning of the year. We we recorded stuff kind of early on, mm-hmm. and kind of waited till we got a few in the bank mm-hmm. so I could start putting them out. Then I realised how much hard work it was, <laughs> so we went we dropped down to a monthly thing, which I'm comfortable with. So, talking of which, I'm sorry, listeners. I'm very sorry, but it's possible we might not do one February or not early February because. You know, the Christmas period coming up, we might not get around to recording something. But we'll, we'll see what we can do, all right? Don't, don't shoot us yet. <laughs> but no, it's been fantastic um, doing the podcast uh, with, with you, Dave. Mm-hmm. Thank um, you. It's been really enlightening, like, learning about your collecting habits, my collecting mm-hmm. habits, and also just kind of shooting the shit about various Transformers and Transformers-adjacent things. <laughs> it's been great. It's been, it's been something we've been talking about for ages, you know, mm. ever since we while we're working together and we would have these little conversations about a figure that's coming out or yeah. whatever and our interests of what YouTuber we watch or yes. turn to reviews and things. And just... Yeah, and it's a great way of scratching that itch as well, talking mm. about stuff with someone who has similar interests. So thank you very much. <laughs> thank you for embarking on this journey with me. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I'd say cheers. I'd raise a, raise a glass of a, a fizz or something. Here we go. It's, it, it, it's only 1.30 in the afternoon, so we're not quite hit the booze yet. <laughs> mm. So that's not, not to put a few to bigger down on it. Any disappointments this year? Yes. Go on. Transformers, War for Cybertron, <laughs> Titan Class, The Ark. Oh, I thought you were going to stop no. before you got there. I thought you were going to say, Transformers, War for Cybertron. Right. And I mean the TV series, not... Uh... Oh, yeah, actually, maybe. maybe, maybe the TV show, yeah. Yeah, but go on. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I kind of get caught up in the hype when these big characters come about. Mm-hmm. I've always said to myself I should just stop at the, the city bots. Because mm-hmm. that's, you know... I, I do like the City Transformers. But this figure was just so... Just... I don't know. It was one of the more expensive of all of them. And it's kind of like less so. It was trick. They tricked you because you're not going to not buy an arc. You know what I mean? (laughs) So it's kind of like, oh, we've run out of big characters to do as Titan classes. So let's just do the arc and make him a robot as well. Sucker ass. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said it. Uh, um, <laughs> what else? Well, I did have something else. The shenanigans with Haslab this year. Is yeah, like yeah, let's not get too deep into it, but yeah. It's uh, been a big disappointment to many people, myself included. Uh, what else? Transformers Red mm. is in my disappointments. I mean, even though I'm a quite a 
a fanboy of the line. You're kind of more positive about it than I am, yeah. I do like the idea of it and what, on paper, a six-inch slash seven-inch Transformers line of non-transforming Transformers is something I've been shouting for for years, but I just don't think they've put enough behind it. Not even the reveals or them mentioning it in any shape or form. Like, there's just no backing for it. It could be really great. Yeah. It's just... It's hidden away behind... It's rudderless. It's directionless. It doesn't know what it wants to be. Like, you've got super show accurate, like, G1 things like Prime and Megatron. Mm -hmm. And then you've got Starscream, who's kind of a mishmash of ideas. Like, he's got, like, those... Fans in his vents, he does. No, they're not in the show. Mm-hmm. And he's got, uh, and he's, I think he's got tail fins on his legs, does, which yeah. again is not show accurate. So, so, so why I don't know what they're trying to do, what they're trying to achieve. Because you look at the Beast Wars ones, they're stylized, they look mm-hmm. nothing like the show. Mm-hmm. Then you've got the Prime ones that look a bit more like the show. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it seems like the yeah, it's direction. It doesn't seem to know what it wants to be, and I don't like the soft sculpts on them. I think they look really kind of soapy I mean I mean I, I can definitely get that criticism of them they do especially the G1 ones mm. are definitely a softer sculpt but I don't think that takes away from it because it kind of is how I envision G1 the cartoon at least maybe not the actual yeah. characters and figures again but... it's that whole kind of tune aesthetic thing that kind of makes everything look simplistic and kind of bland well, that's what I mean. I think it's fine for the G1 guys. When it gets to the Prime or the Beast Wars guys, it's like, mm. yeah, this doesn't sit right. That yeah. should be like this. And it's, you know, all the the different issues Transformers have by having an alt mode. Things hanging off or you can't move a certain way because of it. Yeah. These figures shouldn't have those restrictions. And mm-hmm. they do have some restrictions like that. Whatever reason, they started to make the chest pop out. And by doing, having that as an option, they can't use their ab crunches or their waist swivels. Or, it's like, why would you do that? Exactly. Like, we've, put, we've put an ab crunch in here, but we've put something in front of it so it, goes, <laughs> it doesn't work. I mean, yeah. there's a little bit, there's a little bit of that in Jojo Classified. Like, they put kind of, kind of armour over the top and then you can't get full access to that. Yeah. But Jojo Classified is well, well sculpted stuff. Yeah. Re- and the sculpts are not soft. Yes. So why, why are you doing, like, you know, this, like, you know, look at, look at this, look at this Marvel Zombies. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's yeah. really well sculpted. Why aren't you doing that with the, with the Transformers? I don't know. Yeah. It's it's a shame. It's it's, it's, a shame. it's in my disappointment because it, it's Hasbro and they can obviously do yeah. better. Yeah. And, and like, you, like you said, the Haslabs thing has been disappointing. And they've and they've recently had their ass handed to them uh, in <laughs> the regards stars. to the Rancor. So, you know, they're, they're learning and hopefully they'll do something different. I mean, I personally don't think you should be paying a multi-million pound toy company to make your toys for you in advance. But that's just me. Um, <laughs> as it goes on, I'm agreeing with you more and more, to be yeah, honest. It's, but yeah, it's up to you if that's what you want to do. <laughs> also, this is a small personal thing. So Diamond Select did some Tron figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really this year, but they did a re-release of them in Translucent. Right. Plastic. Obviously, I bought them. But I think it's kind of a big disappointment to me is that the, the panel lining for Tron figures are normally black light. Uh, responsive, um, and these figures weren't. Oh, I see. So you were disappointed that they, they weren't keeping up. There wasn't any consistency between the old ones. Yeah, because the first run of them didn't. The second run did. And yeah. so people thought that these ones were. And there was no confirmation 
they yeah. were and weren't. So I suppose their so that their argument would be that second one was special or something. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> but this was a, a Comic Con exclusive set, so yeah. Okay, okay. And then well, of course everyone should, I guess, as this issue is pre-orders that don't come but we know why they're not coming and so you can't really complain because you know it's a problem with everything around the world but it's still noted you have to note it no i get it i get it and i mean i I mean i would probably i I agree with that but i'm kind of okay with it because i don't mind my figures taking a while to turn up and whenever whenever a mathex figure gets released it's a surprise (laughs) it's like Oh my god! I ordered that a million years ago! Yes. <laughs> I've got one up on the shelf over here that I stopped wanting. <laughs> um, I've, I paid up front for it from Anime Export. Listeners, if any of you guys want a <laughs> Batman New Adventures Mathex uh, action figure, hit me up. Because <laughs> when I ordered it, I wanted it, and then I changed my mind, and by then it was too late... And it took forever, and finally it shipped, and it's finally arrived. In fact, it sat in in customs for a month. Mm-hmm. But here it is, and I won't sell it. But yeah, yeah. But like, when a new Mathex figure comes up, it's like it's almost like whoa. Yeah, I know what you mean. The the, the delays on some of these figures is silly, but it's kind of some of it's kind of understandable because of COVID and yeah, so on. But I don't know. It is stuff just slips and slips and slips, doesn't it? Especially with Mathex. I think it what kind of makes it worse is the the YouTube community of people who get the things early or get it through dubious means just, and ignore, just ignore them names and spoil things I mean you can't, well, you can't really miss it I mean, I'm, like you say I'm always on Instagram and YouTube YouTube or whatever and that's just it's always there like yeah. oh well this is going to happen yeah maybe that's your problem I mean yes <laughs> Uh, don't don't let it be said that I don't spend way too much time on social media than I should do. Yeah. But uh, but I do know what you mean. Things get spoiled very easily, and and you see stuff, and it's like, when's this coming? I know that it's I know that it's been made. Some people have already got it. Mm-hmm. You know, we see a lot of stuff way in advance of when it's coming out. Yeah. I guess the the only other thing I might add is MPRC. Mm-hmm. Really, a disappointment or anything, but it kind of I think the issue she has is not the issues everyone had with it it's not I don't find her aesthetics bad mm. or as visually you know as an eyesore I should have brought it with me actually so you could have seen mm. it it's more the build and the stability again and it's like she's really well painted but the bits that are not like her hands are well of this weird cheap soft plastic and they're a bit weirdly proportioned they well. are like it's it's such a weird... Why would you do that? I don't... I don't. Yeah, I mean, Takara Tomi have been kind of dropping the ball a little bit in places here and there, aren't they? And yeah. this is an example. Um, I mean, the alt mode is amazing, and... It seems that that was the priority, which is weird, because that's not what anybody wanted. If you, like, canvassed 100 Transformers <laughs> fans and said, right, what's the most important thing about RC? No one's going to say the alt mode. No, it's... Especially for... The MP line. Yeah. It's like, and what they've done with movie characters so mm. far. It's not really the focus. And the only reason the alt mode's amazing is because it's a big shell on her back that she just curls up inside. Yeah. I mean, it's she's one of those characters that are, like, I think fits, should fit really well. Should. In the red line. Like, a character who's always Absolutely. hindered by her alt mode hanging off the back of her. Yeah, um, or um, or flame toys, or flame toys, mm. which they are doing, aren't they? Well, they do. Yeah, they're doing a kit. Yeah, and, but it's a very stylized one. It's not yeah. 
not particularly G Wally, but yes, 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 they are. Like I, I get, I get that side kind of her mm. design, but yeah, I, I mean, it's not a disappointment to me for what I want, but I can get why other people would be disappointed with that figure. Yeah, it's not a bad figure, but it just feels disappointing to me and to most, to a lot of fans. I think it's just a lot of very weird design design decisions made that I just don't really get, like giving her a belly button and a and a, and a kind of human humanistic belly. And, oh, it's not that. It's there's such... just some strange things about that figure that I just don't understand. But anyway, I, I really wish I brought. Is this she can't stand up? Yeah, really I know. Well. Yeah, like, stuff that's like it, that. Yeah, it's silly. Yeah. It's, it's simple stuff. Basic, the basic, most stuff. important stuff is it should be able to stand up. <laughs> now, if your figure can't stand up, it has failed as a figure. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my biggest disappointment of 2021 is no Beast Wars masterpieces. Understandable. <laughs> That's it. Um, I don't really have. I mean, I've, I, I've, it's been a pretty good year otherwise, as far as toys go. Um, but yeah, it's a shame that there's been no Beast Wars masterpieces. Although I would say, in contrast, my biggest surprise is the the new direction, well, the interesting new directions mm. Masterpiece seems to go in, like it'd be going in, like with the when you've got things like skids and reboost, uh, and and then the MPG line, the uh, the train bots, mm-hmm. which are just very much a departure from what we're normally used to seeing in um, uh, what we're normally used to seeing in the Masterpiece line. A new focus on alt modes, which I like, even though I'm not buying those trains, uh, but I thought about it. Mm-hmm. But I, it's just interesting that that's happened. So yeah, any what were your biggest surprises? Um, I think it was it was one of my list as well. It was the um, Beast Wars returning to toy shops and on shelves. You know what we were talking about earlier. Like yeah, well, we knew it was coming. But yeah. It was coming, but it was just like it was when I actually went into a Smiths yeah, and yeah. saw it on. Yeah, the, yeah. Um, the shelf. I was like, "Wow, you know, it's because it, I didn't get that the first time around. I didn't get to see them on toy shelves. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it's actually happening again is quite strange, but it's cool, you know." And while I was there, I saw young children interested in those figures. Yeah. Um, so like, it's obviously still has its magic. Those boxes yeah, that's, pre- that's pretty great. I mean, I partly blame it for there being no no masterpieces. <laughs> But no, it is really nice. And if that is going to, especially also you've got the movie, although it's been delayed a year, mm. if that's going to reignite interest in Beast Wars characters and figures, um, that can only be a good thing, I think. Mm. He says, crossing his fingers. And the only other big surprise I had, really, well, it's not really a surprise, it was just the Mafex X-Men guys, is that I'm glad that I went in on them and each release has been like a nice little metallic painted joy and they just look great. They are really enough. nice. They are really nice. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not an X-Men guy. Because maybe I would. Because I did think about getting a Wolverine at one point. Just because Wolverine, he kind of trans- transcends X-Men. Um, you know, he's a character that's turned up in Spider-Man. A character He's turned up in everything, mm-hmm. you know. So he's not just an X-Men right. character. All right. So, anything you regret not buying and plan to track down in 2022? Um... <laughs> I don't know why I put this. <laughs> um, yes, I have three things here. I had on pre-order the Power Rangers metallic figures, which are just translucent, more translucent figures. Because mm-hmm. I had one um, that was very expensive to track down. And I think it was the announcement of these crossover turtles that they're doing. Power Rangers and 
their ninja costumes. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, but I want those more. Right. So like, I cancelled all of those and I pre-ordered those ones instead, which I still stick with. But right. I feel next year... You might go, I'm like, like, oh, they do look good. <laughs> <laughs> but how many versions of the same characters I do you know, need? I know. This is why I only stick with Mighty Morphin. Cause yeah. Like, well, that's, in a way, that's even worse. Well, it's... it's, 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 it's Mighty Morphin is the G1 of Power Rangers. It's I know, but like, how many how many versions of those Mighty Morphins do you need to have? I only like I've been been very very good of not getting any more of the core team because mm-hmm. I hope that they get the rights to make the movie suits because that is probably the last time I would get the whole set again. Okay. The legal jargon of that I don't know and I don't know if they ever will, but right. Hopefully, and the last thing I may get is some more. Marvel Legends that came out this year that I missed out on like the what if guys once I see the show I probably will like okay. the rest of the characters but okay. yeah. there's not much I didn't buy this year no still. exactly yeah <laughs> exactly well I mean there's not an awful lot for me that I didn't buy that I regret that I plan on tracking down however I sort of regret not getting New Age Shockwave because I've just heard from so many people what a fantastic figure he is mm-hmm. in fact um, uh, Daniel Owen who I was talking about earlier he listed him as one of his favourites of the year. The only reason I did it is because I, I was limiting my legends just to the movie. The movie. Mm-hmm. So I sold my um, Megatron and my um, uh, Soundwave Prowl. I sold those because I was like, no, I wanted to stick with this. So Shockwave was on pre-order for a while. And then I thought, no, 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 no. I'm going to cancel this because it's not, it doesn't fit with the collection I'm doing. And then I just discovered that he is a really nice figure. So I I do regret it. And I might find myself at some point during the year changing my mind and tracking it down. I mean, he was in the movie. So you can justify it to yourself. Was he? Decepticon Scramble! Oh, right. That's a very short period. I don't remember him being in it. Yeah, I honestly don't remember Shockwave being in it at all. When was he in it? What's up? What? Right at the end, and I think it's implied that Unicorn crushes him with his hand. Oh, right. Oh, yes. Okay, yes, I do know. Yes. Yeah, exactly. He's barely in <laughs> But I, I'm not going to buy a Prime or a Megatron, even though they're in the movie. I want the the, the new movie cast, you know, the Hot Rods, the um, um, RC, Blur, Springer. We've got a Cyclonus coming. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and the other one is... The Iron Factory legends are just starting to pique my interest. So, because they do quite IDW-y kind of stuff. Haven't they been going off in their own little samurai tag? They have, they? but the, the Cyclonus samurai one is quite IDW-y. Oh, of course, yeah. And so is their um, their Ultra Magnus that came out this year. Ah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I will, but those are things that I don't necessarily regret, but I might end up... Just to mess with. I might end up tracking them down just to see if I like them. But that's it, really. So, what are you looking forward to in 2022? Um, well, I already mentioned it. The Power Ranger crossover figures. Uh-huh. They should have already been out, um, but they're not. I suspect they will come out next year. It's along with the ninja suits of them. Um, Super 7, Thundercats. Mm. Yeah. This is one of those things where I specifically don't need every character from this line. I initially just wanted the Lino and the Panthro. Right. And uh, maybe a Mumra. Mm-hmm. But I am interested in those figures. Um, not so much for what the prices are for them. Yeah. 
but just for that design of Thundercats. I've always liked Thundercats. The Fan Toys Fort Max mm-hmm. is another thing that I'm at least intrigued of getting the head and seeing how that looks. And just if they actually ever do the entire thing will be a fascinating thing to see. Oh my lord. <laughs> the space you'll need for it though. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, completing the Defenders of the Earth Nickel toys. Oh, because they're bringing more out. They're bring, we're meant to do the rest of them, and they're doing the Phantom with like the proper gun posters and all that. What about the stripy pants version? Stripy pants, yeah. <laughs> all, all of that. Um, I'm all for it. Okay. Um, and the last thing is another Power Rangers thing is that they've started this new um, Zord Ascension Megazord line. I just saw that the other day. Yeah, yeah and it's like, hmm, it's not. My favourite Megazord. My favourite one is actually, I pre-ordered it for this year and I was hoping it would come in time for the disc. I think it would be quite close to the top. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's going to get pushed back as well. So that's another Megazord, a licensed Megazord thing that's meant to come. That is great. Which one's that? It's the Thunder Megazord. I think you showed me it. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. I've kind of separated my looking forward to's between media and toys. Okay. So... Media, Across the Spider-Verse, really looking forward to that coming mm-hmm. out, see how that turns out. Interesting they've made it a two-parter, not sure that's the best idea, but we'll see. It just whiffs slightly of, we get to make you pay twice. <laughs> you know? I mean... Let's make it a big long one, split in two. I mean, I can't... I, I... It depends. If it works, if 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 it's a story that needs to be told in two parts, fine. But if 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 I go and see the first part and I'm like, oh, that was a bit decompressed, Mm. I'll be like, you could have stuck this all in one movie. But we'll see. We'll see. I feel like the only thing I'm worried about is because of that recent Masters of the Universe Netflix show, um, where they split the the five Mm. to ten episodes into two parts. Yeah. And I haven't watched the second bit yet, but I really mm. like the first half. But I hear that gets even better in the second half. And it mm. was only split because Netflix demanded yeah, that yeah. they split it. So if it was not a story thing and a corporate decision of making it two, I would have... That's to, what I mean. That would have those worries. And that's a... Yeah. That's uh, my slight worry. Like I said, I'm looking forward to it. I really am looking forward to it. It looks great. I mean, it's the same. I think uh, Into the Spider-Verse is the best Spider-Man movie ever made. I would agree. So, you know... I loved, I'd love to see a sequel to it, but there's always a worry they're going <laughs> to fuck it up. I thought your real worry would be buying them all again in their different suits. Oh, that's <laughs> me. It would, if the movie's good, I will want to buy them. So <laughs> that's just the way it's going to be. Invincible Season 2, Invincible Season 3 maybe as well. Uh, they're definitely both in production. Uh, I think the opportunity should be Invincible Season 2, which, you know... I love the comic and the TV series is good. Um, not tempted to get figures of those? No. no. <laughs> I'm not, because I've never... I mean, maybe I, maybe I would have done maybe I was young when I was really into Invincible when I had all the comics. But no, I just think that it's a good TV show and I'm going to enjoy watching it. The Boys, season three. Yes. The Boys, season three should be next year. That, I mean, I've loved every season of The Boys. It's been brilliant. Such a great series. There's something really enjoyable about Carl Urban's accent. Um, Carl Urban is brilliant in almost <laughs> everything. I struggle to think of something where he's not good in. You never, you never, you never really get the chance to hear the c word as much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> anything else. Yeah, yeah, and I mean his his accent kind of it does fall apart here and there, but it's good enough. It's good enough. Uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I think that is going to be the Marvel movie 
Because it's Sam Raimi. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be interesting. Yeah, and, and it's meant to be the ties into the Spider-Man film and then WandaVision. And, mm-hmm. and Loki. And Loki. Exactly. And these, these are the bits of the Marvel Universe I've been enjoying. I've been enjoying Hawkeye as well, although that's not really something I'm looking forward to. It's on right now, but it's very good. Thor Love and Thunder might be good. Uh, yeah, yeah. I saw some posters of that recently. That really looks good. We'll see. I mean, it's still Taiko Wakiti. Taiko Wakiti. So, yeah. so it should be... The thing is, when you look at this stuff, you look at the... Um, for me, it's look at the director connected to it and, mm-hmm. and what they've done before. And, you know, these look good because of those guys. Um, and then maybe, maybe I'll go to TF Nation this year. Who knows? So... I haven't bought a ticket yet. Well, as you know, I have been holding on to a ticket for like two years now, so... But I know a lot of the guys that I meet up in the pub with, are, well, a few of them are going, so yeah, mate, we can go along and we can, uh, we can represent Arg My Optics. <laughs> uh, sorry, we can represent Arg My Optics! <laughs> yeah, maybe get t No, okay, t-shirts pretty nice, don't be ridiculous. Right, <laughs> so, and then toys, I've already kind of mentioned some of this, like Sentinels, SPDR, mm-hmm. can't wait for that. More Mathex Dark Knight Returns figures because I've got the two that I spoke about earlier, Batman and Robin, and then I've got Armored Batman. Oh, and Superman. And Superman mm-hmm. coming. So I'm looking forward to those. Transart Transmetal Megatron. Oh, yeah, I can't wait for that. Yes. Yeah, that's going to be yes. great. I am not in love with the Transmetals generally, mm-hmm. but that is a really good one. Mm-hmm. And talking of other really good Transmetals, uh, Future Toys Transmetal. Tarantulas. Oh, yes. So I'm looking forward to that too. And in general, hoping for a few more MPs along the same lines as Reboost. Mm-hmm. Kind of diaclone kind of stuff. That would be cool. Don't know if it's going to happen, but I'd like it to happen. Um, that's it. That's my rundown of all what I'm looking forward to for 2022. Should be a good year, hopefully. And, and also, maybe this damn pandemic will uh, resolve in some sort of way. Hopefully. Anyway, uh, so just to wrap this all up, uh, any New Year's resolutions? Because this is going to go out after the New Year. So, uh, I think now things are starting to move a bit more in terms of shipment and mm. things arriving. I don't think I should be as trigger happy as I have been this year. I, a lot of things I bought, like I said, because of things were delayed, so I bought mm. things in the meantime. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas a lot of stuff, like a lot of the McFarlane stuff I bought this year, I've bought on clearance because they didn't sell last year because no one could go out to buy anything last year. Yeah. So a lot of it was half the price, a third of the price. Yeah. More of that type of... Figures. Impulse buying. The impulse figures I would mm. buy, I don't need to buy them straight away. Yeah. But the ones like uh, SV, a Spider-Verse character, I do need to buy that straight away. Yes, of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, so stuff like that, I think mm. I will have a different mentality of me going out and buying things. And also the displays is become a another real focus this year mm-hmm. of how I display these characters, how I make them look good in the display. Yeah. And just focusing on how, you know, I really focus that down. Because I am selling a lot of my figures yes. as well. Yeah, you're having a little bit of a purge of your own, aren't you? I have slowly, slowly started to get rid of things. And yeah. it should tie into our next... Um, toy collecting video yeah um, yeah a little little teaser there I think <laughs> mm-hmm. we're probably going to talk about uh, the end game or or, mm-hmm. or or having a kind of having collection goals I think yeah. is what we're going to be talking about cool well I mean actually my New Year's resolution um, as as far as it being a New Year's resolution is it's pretty similar really um, it's 
stop speculatively buying stuff quite as much as I have been doing. Things that I have little faith I'll actually like. Mm-hmm. Like um, Flame Toys Primal. I mean, I think he's an amazing figure. But he's not for me. Mm-hmm. And he never was, you know? Um, and Fans Toys Acoustic Wave was kind of the same. It was like, I've got what I think is a fantastic masterpiece Soundwave on the shelf already. Why am I buying another one that's mm-hmm. twice the price? Mm-hmm. So that kind of thing. But but then on the you know the the flip side of that is if I hadn't have done that I wouldn't have reboost. So mm-hmm. I think it's a give and take. Like I yeah. think the one thing I've learned from this year because I bought something from almost every line really mm-hmm. is that the more I bought, the more I know what I like, what I don't like, mm-hmm. what articulation standard I am okay with. Yeah. You know, the level of paint or just painted plastic or whatever, mm-hmm. there's various degrees of it. And the more you get, the more you know, and then you can, like, I mean, like you do, condense it down and just like, well, I don't need these. They're going. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah, this yeah. is what I want. Yeah. Um, cherry pick stuff and kind yeah. of, yeah, refine your collection. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, like we've said before, the main line is up in, up in their game. So some things have been justified, but others are like, yeah, they're, they're going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then and the other other thing is being a, bit, a little bit less, a little bit more careful, less clumsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. You could take oh. a leaf out of that book. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you, like, listeners, I don't even know how to describe the feeling, but it's been a fear of my own <laughs> since I got that Unicron because I also have on the top of my Detoff, and I was like, oh my god, just walk past it very carefully every time, and. <laughs> I, I don't even know what happened last night. Uh, you just backed into it by accident. <sighs> it was fine. And, and then, <laughs> seriously, the damage is minimal. One of the little spikes has snapped. Uh, and you're going you're gonna to have kindly replaced the stand. Anyway, Any, anything so. he needs from my one, you can have it. Oh, I, I, I don't need much. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. And to be honest, I'm happy you did it. Because if I'd done it, I would be, like, I'd be hitting myself in the head with a brick or something. I'd be so angry with myself. I get more angry with myself about these things than I would with any other person because it's just it, these things happen. You knock things over, so yeah. But yes, let's come because, like I said, I broke reboost and that I'm very angry with myself for that. But yeah, and also just kind of uh, maybe buy a little a few less toys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, mean, I love them, but you know, it's, there, there's there's other things in life. There's there's comics and records. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, look at the table. Yeah, it's, it's, this is yeah, this is quite a lot of stuff. We'll take a picture of this, uh, but post it around about the time we release this, or stick it on Instagram or whatever. All right, well, I think we can wrap this up. Mm-hmm. So, time for the scripted outro. There you have it. That was 2021 in a nutshell. Have you made a list of your favourite bots or action figures from this year? What are they? Did you like our choices? Do let us know on social media. You can contact us on Facebook, where there's an Ah My Optics page. <laughs> I am there as Orion Gear, and on Twitter and Instagram, I am at Gear Orion and Orion underscore Gear, respectively. Dave, you like to uh, set social media alight with your many, many photos of action figures. <laughs> where can we see you doing that? Um, you can find me on Instagram at virtualdave26, and even on Twitter. 
at Virtual Dave 26. Oh, he's adding a Twitter. I already, ha- I've had it for ages, but I just, I'm hardly ever there. Well, I'm, I'm hardly ever there on any of them, to be <laughs> honest. Uh, but right, fantastic. Well, and talking of fantastic, haven't you guys been? Fantastic. Yes, uh, thank you. This podcast only started this year, and uh, the response from you listeners has been amazing. So please keep it up. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't do it if people don't listen to it. Uh, well, we can, <laughs> and we did for some time. Okay, like I say, if you like what we do, like it, subscribe it, share it, tweet it, um, I don't know, Instagram it, DM it, <laughs> whatever you need to do. We really appreciate it. And that's that. Thank you for listening, and please join us next time. Oh, that's what I have to say as well. Listeners, I want to say a big thank you to Orion Gear. This podcast would not happen without him. He does all the stuff behind the scenes, so much effort he puts into it, and I just want to say thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and you can do half the editing duties next year. <laughs> <laughs> it's only fair. <laughs> so, like I was saying, thank you all for listening. It's been a pleasure. Please join us next time on Odd Optics!